uh, pardon me. Uh, can I get some? Uh, uh, can I get some uh, more Hobbit coffee here at IHOP? Thanks, Miss. Ooh, they got the Hobbit theme uh, menu now. They still have the Hobbit theme menu here in uh, Trinidad. Oh wow! Now, I, I think For, I think Trinidad's a big Hobbit, big Tolkien Tolkien uh, country. Yeah, it is. It's a, it's gotta be. It's that. It, it, where's the little Hobbit man that lives in a little Shire? Is is there one of those in Trinidad? Is that what you're saying? Uh, no. Isn't there that guy who currently lives off the grid in Italy? There's like I think, like, I think that's like all the guys that live off the grid have like little Hobbit houses. Yeah, but there's that guy with like the solar panel. Do you not not know about this guy? I f- I feel like that's a project like all these tiny house guys do. But is there a specific guy that has the most impressive Hobbit house? Yeah, his name is Nicholas Gentile. Look it up. Nicholas Gentile. I hope he's I hope he's like a southern gentleman or something like a Uh well, <laughs> I can't believe you have a, he's like a baker or something. That's so funny. This feels like something that you would have been really into. I uh, Nick I'm not finding this guy. Is it Look up Hobbit. Uh, Okay, here. never mind. I got him. I got him. I got him. Okay, okay, I've seen this guy. <laughs> you know, no, no, I've seen pictures ever... of this guy. <laughs> oh, okay. I think I sent you a picture of this guy once. Like, it was a picture of him, like, laying on a tree, smoking a big, stupid pipe. But that's the thing, is that he lives in a hobbit house that has, like, solar panels, and it's off the grid. And he lives with all of his Lord of the Ring friends, and you can stay there for free. This guy kind of looks like, like he's, dr- like, living my dream life, honestly. <laughs> he's It's pretty pimp, I'm not gonna lie. Yeah, this is pretty cool. Yeah, okay, I do. Yeah, I've definitely seen this dude before. He kind of looks like me. It's fucked up. (laughs) If I I were to dress up as a hobbit. (laughs) I mean, Alan, that could be your new look. I I mean, honestly, I've already got big stupid pipes, so like. You could start dating Renfair ladies. Oh, you start? (laughs) You know, well. (laughs) But uh, no, but Uh, uh, I know what you mean, though. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Make big moves. But, uh, yeah, anyway, we're at the, the Big IHOP, the International House of Pancakes here in Trinidad. We just got back from a crazy, crazy cross-country adventure. Mm-hmm. And by cross-country, uh, we mean uh, flying into Trinidad, I guess. Well, yeah, I mean, but, you know, we're, we were in Vegas for, like, 12 hours. That's true. That's true. And we got to go to the okay. Chili's, too, inside the, the Vegas airport. Me and Ellen were not friends, but we were kind of tandem uh, you know, best people. What would you call it? Best True. person. Yeah, best. Best. Be, we're we're part of the the groom's party or whatever they call that. The yeah yeah yeah, for uh, a gentleman that we will not name, but let's just say he is friends with the cousin of a certain rap rap superstar, a hip hop queen. Mm-hmm. And let's just say that this guy this guy he's pretty uh, ballsy if you know what I mean. <laughs> he's got a big we pair laugh. of stones on him if you know what i mean we laugh because we try not to cry because it's been a it's been a rough trip you know yeah uh, we're the only people who showed up in the party yeah i he's not here either i'm assuming he's stuck at home or maybe he's like delayed because of some sort of ball related injuries or something right um, those, maybe it's slowing him down because they're so heavy now um we did <laughs> we we did as a goof go on a play place and he sat on a slide and got stuck at one point. So I've <laughs> Now do you think maybe he might have belvedered himself? He might have belvedered himself. I listen everybody. It's been a rough rough trip because we love this guy to death. Mm-hmm. Um 
we you know he he's got the biggest pimp energy in Trinidad. We love the guy. He's we've been friends for years now. We ourselves, me and Alan, aren't friends, but together, tandem wise, we're in a. Well, we have a lot of mutual friends. Yeah, we have a lot of mutual friends, and we don't like it. Or well, I like it because it might get me someday closer to Alan. Alas, it does not. I feel like you're like trying to like good. advance up like some sort of fucking shadow of Mordor, <laughs> like uh, orc tree, to like get to the to the captain. It's very funny because it sounds like I have the strong support group of support in this friend circle, but if I lost Alan as a as a coworker, they ditch me in a minute. That's the thing is, I'm I, the bridge. I'm the bridge <laughs> for you and everybody yeah. else. Right. And if so you and if you lot- if you lost if I if I just dipped out, then you would become a Hobbit guy living in the woods by yourself. Right. Right. But I'd be like a I'd be one of the you know sad Hobbit stone hearted Hobbits the. Uh, the uh the Bagginses, you'd be the a, other Bagginses. You'd be a Sackville Baggins, and I'm more of a Tom Bombadil kind of guy. Yes, 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 exactly. Yeah, it, he's not even a <laughs> hobbit. He's something. <laughs> he's a guy. He's some dude. He he's, might be a tree. Look, the whole, uh, pretty much the only, the things that define uh Tom Bombadil is that he owns a house in the forest somewhere, and he <laughs> has a wife that he fucks. And it's like, what, but what, what The more? most beautiful and gorgeous woman on, in the forest. Yeah. So like, what more can you want? And he hates want? a tree. He hates this fucking tree. Yeah, the old man so Willow, or whatever the fuck. Oh, he hates that guy so fucking much. He's gonna beat that tree's ass. <laughs> yeah. Um. But anyway, we've been on this uh, bachelor party. The wedding got canceled. Mm-hmm. Sorry if this is giving too much about who we're hanging with. But you know what? We had everything booked. We had everything planned. And uh, I mean, we thought know. we figured that he would at least, you know. I mean, we we sk- we we rented out the entire Bubba Gumps. Right, we we rented out the Bubba Gumps, and we're gonna enjoy it. And you know, it's been a fun trip. You know, we played laser tag. Uh huh. We had that plan for earlier today. It was just me and yeah, you, yeah, so yeah. it was just us kind of standing and shooting each other. <laughs> well, the problem was is he couldn't get the the belt on with like the point thing on because his balls kept like <laughs> knocking it off it's true and they kept claiming he was cheating yeah and the, and the kids kept pointing the laser at lasers at his balls well it's like uh it's like you know how like animals might have like a fake uh like a tail that looks like a head <laughs> or something right. like that it kind of looks like that with his balls because it's just this big bulging uh you know area that's like how could you not aim at that it looks like a weak point right it, if it was yeah, if we exactly. were if this was like an rpg It'd be like glowing red because you're supposed right, to hit right, it. Right, the Sekiro, right, right. The Sekiro red circle for a, like a Shinobi execution appears over his balls. Right. But anyway, yeah. yeah, the kids kept on shooting lasers at his balls and they, they said he was cheating and they, got it. they kicked us out of the, of the Dave and Busters. Right, right, right. Does Dave and, and then do Dave and Buster's in the U.S. have laser tag? <laughs> Is that a Trinidad thing? Uh, I don't, uh, yeah, maybe it's just your Trinidad so yeah, what else? We were in Vegas for a bit. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, obviously, we rode on. We went to that play place and rode on the slide, and he got stuck. I already said that. Yeah. What else have we done so far? Uh, we tried to go. We tried to go see a uh, Blue Thirty Two, but <laughs> yeah, because our and, they, they had to have proof of vaccination, and our well, uh, our friend uh, didn't like that very much. Right, right, right. Yeah, unfortunately, so we couldn't go see Blue, which is heartbreaking. I thought, you know, Blue 32, I thought everything was scripted to a T. But he uh, he looked at the guy and said, look at the balls on this mother grab. Yeah, that was weird. He Even though we didn't get into the show, he could see out the door the guy, the size of the guy's balls. <laughs> right, right, right. Yeah, no, we saw him on the strip. Well, 
Yeah, well, that's the thing. We kept on running into... We did run into Blue a couple times, mainly because he kept on just, like, screaming about this guy's big balls. He was like, I... I thought I saw big meteors out in outer space, but these are meteor meteors than I've ever seen in my life. Yeah. And also he did, he did keep asking if they smelled like root beer. <laughs> Was it? It's his burp smell like root beer. His fart smell like root beer. His fart and he wants like to know if this beer. guy's ball smell like root beer. Cause apparently on, on yeah. blues planet balls also smell like root beer. For those unfamiliar, Blue 32 is the small blue alien mascot character in the David Copperfield magic show in Las Vegas. Who, uh, <laughs> who David saves with a time stone. <laughs> yeah, so it's very complicated. He, well, he teaches uh, David that the, the real magic is love, David. It was love, David. Yep. He also has a, like a, a New York accent for some reason that we don't know. What else? Uh... We tried to go to Hooters with the fellas, but that didn't quite work out yeah. either. The thing yeah, is, because like they thought he was one of the waitresses with his big balls. <laughs> well, he was trying to show us how to do a handstand. Yeah, he, he he did a handstand, and somebody came by and put a <laughs> and put a Hooters shirt on his legs. <laughs> and he's got strong upper arms, so he spent the whole time walking around. Yeah, he was a, he it was was a real mal- it was a real malignant situation, to be honest. <laughs> Wait, that's not a joke. Anybody's, has anybody made that joke yet? That his ball. I wouldn't want to make jokes about our friend's balls because we've become very close, especially on this trip. Because you know everybody was trying to avoid, um, you know, the paparazzi, which you've got to deal plenty with. He has the most famous balls on in the world. Tucker Carlson won't stop. He's always trying to get these balls. <laughs> he he he's been wearing a series of very crafty disguises to try. He's and basically get in on becoming party. like a um. Like a well, some sort of like children's cereal mascot <laughs> in his pursuit to get these big balls. Yeah, he's dressed up as a leprechaun when he went to an Irish pub. Yeah, <laughs> it's true. And wait, hold on a second. That I don't think that that's not a, that's not like a professional Lieutenant Dan cosplayer, is it? <laughs> like that's not like a wait. Is that a, a wait? Wait, did Tucker Carlson get? Is he? How did he get rid of his legs? <laughs> How did he do that, Russ? He probably has that big fox money where he could just surgically reattach and uh, de- detach and un- reattach limbs at will. Hey, run, Forrest, run. Get the fuck out of here. Um, also, did you... That reminds me. Did you see that thing the other day that was about some sort of... Uh, it was like some, some Reddit guy talking about, like, implants you can get in your legs to make you, like, taller and you, like, hit a button in your leg. You hit it like, it has a remote control and you hit a button... And like metal plates in your legs like expand and make you like point like point one millimeters taller each day. And you just like keep clicking that button every day until eventually you're like a full inch taller. No, but that does sound pretty sick. Is that biohacking? It's yeah, it's biohacking that like short sell guys on Reddit do. The guys that are like oh, yeah. that are, you know, screaming about how they need like a chin implant so they won't be jaw cell anymore or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> Those dudes rule. Anyway, do you think there's guys that are like ball cell? Like that they're, <laughs> yeah. like they, maybe, maybe, I mean, I hope our friend's not, doesn't become ball cell. I, I, I don't know how he's taking this, the wedding getting canceled. Well, usually it's the, the teeny tiniest of their balls. They're, they're raisinettes. Yeah, like the, the, yeah, this... the, the care to join me Rachel guy. <laughs> you remember that? And our friend, 
Yeah, yeah. Our friend is slinging around miniature watermelons. That's all I'll say. Yeah. Do, there, do you remember that one guy that had like a TLC documentary? The dude with like the hundred and twenty something pound balls. I do remember that and had to wear the big. <laughs> he was actually kind of doing the Hooters thing, and then he had to wear like a sweatshirt, like a hoodie, uh, upside down as his pants, and like the entire torso of the of the hoodie was taken up by his balls. Right. That was wild. Yeah. So I don't know. We meet we and our friend. Was there any other? stuff that we did can't remember uh uh let's see the hooters is the the slide uh, we, went out, we went to disney world and uh <laughs> we we never got a chance to sit with him because he always had to put his balls in the other seat of the ride that was the thing also he had fast pass for his balls <laughs> right right right. or i right. guess sorry genie plus or whatever it is <laughs> yeah exactly that was the thing and also the they, they had, like, a genie walk around that kept on saying, like, hey, check out this guy's balls. Like, a weird, like, Robin, I don't know what Robin Williams impression he was trying to do. It could have been Dan Castellaneta, the voice of oh. genie post. Oh, that's true. Robin Williams. Wait, Homer is genie? Yeah, you didn't, in the return of Jafar and shit. Oh, that would explain why he's always talking about Latin about frosty chocolate milkshakes. <laughs> frosty chocolate milkshakes. Come here, boy. Come here boy um and jafar's like hey <laughs> hey genie is aladdin a bad kid <laughs> let me help the little monkey guy his friend with his homework <laughs> that kind of thing man i love so, i love return of jafar <laughs> yeah. i like i like it better when it was the the classy chupo animated uh aladdin it's true. Where, it's where true. Bart and Lisa looked like they were like muscular and weird shaped at some times. <laughs> like giants. Yes. Oh man. Mustard chocolate milkshakes. Good shit. Well, Alan, while we wait here at Bubba Gump's and wait for our shrimp platter to get here, mm. would you want to record Hogcast Speedy Delivery, the number one independent Sonic Pizza on the podcast? I'm your host, Russ Walsh. With me as always, my co-host, Alan Black. Welcome, Alan. You said Sonic Pizza on the podcast. <laughs> well, you know what? I've got both on my brain and I've got the podcast on my brain too. So they're all up here together. Mm-hmm. Speaking of brain, did oh, you ever, no, Oh, I, let me fix that joke. Uh, it's, it's like, uh, it's like in on the East coast, it's online instead of inline. So uh, that's like podcast. a Chicago thing. I think. No, no, it's, it's East coast. It's a, uh, we don't, we, we don't, I guess it is like a, a North thing. We don't do that down here. Right. I only know this because of the Sopranos, and they'll keep th- saying, being like, Tony, they've been waiting online. I'm like, what? <laughs> Tony. <laughs> already doing- They're in cyberspace. They incite Tony. We gotta hack these fuckers. Tony, you gotta, you gotta go to the loop. You gotta jack in. <laughs> Tony, are we in some sort of matrix or something? <laughs> ah, shut up, Christopher. Hey, it's a freaking frickin Merovingian over here. <laughs> yeah. There's a freaking spoon. I'm holding the freaking spoon. <laughs> uh, it's uh, it, it the the whole there's the whole fucking uh, you know the Matrix thing where like, he his mouth disappears and he sees all this creepy shit. Except it's just a Tony Soprano dream and that's just happening to him uh, while like some ducks are flying outside of his window and his mom's there for some reason. Right, right. Remember that one point where the Oracle is like, there there's anomalies in the the Matrix, like uh, vampires or ghosts or Italians. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Oh man, I've been. Tra- if you ever see an Italian run, they're stronger and more powerful than any. That's man. that's that's actually the the enemy of the Merovingians is the Italians, even stronger. Oh my god. 
even stronger. Yeah, because it's French and Italian. Can you romance Europeans? Can you imagine if the twins from uh, The Matrix Two uh, talked with an Italian accent? <laughs> they just have, they just I just watched the movie recently. They just have a monotone, right? Yeah, I think so. I think I. Yeah, I, I think they just, like, do monotone stuff. I was hoping they would do, like, Adrian Brody Rostaman or something. <laughs> yeah, since no, they're no, Since no, they're going cool. weird, white, dread, like, crazy, albino-looking thing. Very cool, guys. Cool movie. I'm glad it's coming back. Yeah, it's, it is very cool. They're very horny. That was the thing that struck me, was how horny the, uh, the twins were. <laughs> Wait, are they? Yeah, they... I think... Didn't they have a scene where they were like, oh, I want to fuck uh trinity so bad i don't know. i don't remember that maybe i'm misremembering which character i don't think they're horny i, mean, I think the... they're like weird robot guys because they only like try to kill uh morpheus and he like chops well, their car in half of the katana <laughs> all the characters in a wachowski movie are horny that's true especially speed racer <laughs> yeah i need to watch cloud atlas someday i think uh uh, nothing about it has aged bad in any way. I'm, Don't worry. I'm sure about it's it. that sounds like the true true to me. I do like that movie, but I I 100% get the problems with it. It's uh seems it's, normal. Yeah, it's very normal. It seems normal. It is like a movie where people just do blackface throughout time or something, right? <laughs> yeah, I guess you could say that. Maybe it is just a thing where it's like a different a white actor like is like, ooh, I'm in the future and I'm doing yellow face now. It's like, oh, okay, man. And then Tom Hanks speaks an imaginary language. An imaginary, like, an imaginary patois. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. I mean, people have got kicked off of SNL for, for doing basically what they did in Cloud Atlas is what I'm saying. Yeah. There is at one point in the future, uh, <laughs> in the future where he goes like, I got to respect my, <laughs> protect your neck. Yeah. And you know, ultimately uh, that's what the twins uh, from the Matrix failed to do. Right, right, Did they get right. their heads chopped off? I think they got their heads chopped off. No, 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 no. They just got blown up in a car. Oh, yeah. Okay, yeah. Did they actually die in that? I thought they came back after he chopped their car. No, out. no, no. They, they, they don't. <clears throat> there's nothing after that. We, we don't know. They could be back. Who's to say? I swore they were like in the Matrix Online or some bullshit. They, hey, there's so much happened in the Matrix Online that may or may not be. A came. guy like flew out of an air vent <laughs> to shoot Morpheus in the alleyway. That shit was cool. Right. Oh man! Um, also, this has been Quillette's talk shop. Personally, our most personal segment. Oh, you know what? <laughs> you know what? I, personal. I smuggled this into Trinidad. I've uh, personally, I've been drinking a lot of this black ooze. Oh yeah, I forgot about this. Yes. Uh, um, they try. <laughs> I'm glad you were able to get it through. I don't know if they would accept anything that powerful or. But if they thought they might have thought it was a real symbiote, is the thing. Oh my god! <laughs> and they don't want to that. They don't want to see what happens when I if I got this if I got this black goo and started going Eminem style uh, on these guys. Uh, that does sound like a really low tier Spider Man comic of like Venom trying to spread the symbiote the stuff style through a gamer suppl- diet supplement. That'd be so cool. Um, I feel like every Alan- everybody in the Marvel universe has got infected by Venom at some point. Like, at, I mean, over the decades, it's been it's like. He's bonded to like every every character, I think. Every character has been a men- member of the Avengers or the X Men, well, anybody who matters, and uh, everyone has gotten a symbiote. And everybody at one point, uh, I th- has every character gotten cosmic at some point, at least in a what if. 
I think most of the most of the important ones, yeah. I know there's Cosmic Spider-Man. There's Cosmic Spider-Man. There's Spider-Man where he becomes Sorcerer Supreme. There's like all those, all that shit. That's all happened in a what yeah. if somewhere. But um, do you remember that one? I think it was the Venom game on like GameCube or something. And there was like, it was one of those lesser Spider-Man Venom games. But it was one where I do remember you had to fight like a weird like Wolverine symbiote guy. And he like looked like a shark or something. It was very strange. That's cool. It was it was very weird. But uh, we used to have so many like shitty superhero games, and I missed them all. The uh, did you ever play that the fucking Wolverine GameCube game? No, 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 no. I did play for like ten minutes the uh, X Men Origins Wolverine. Wait, maybe that's the one I'm thinking uh, of. That's the one that people love. It was PS3 and Xbox 360. No, that's the one I played. It was, Wait, it was on GameCube too. That's the one I'm talking no, about. No, there was one on GameCube. Though. No, no, no. I'm looking at it right now. Oh, wait. Wolverine's Revenge. Was that the... Uh, you know what? You're right. You're right. Wolverine's... This came out... The, the Origins was... That was the... Who made the Origins one? Uh, It was an Activision game. It was okay. made by Raven Software. Yeah, that was the cool one. You're right. That was 360, and that was the one where, like, it was neat because, like, his flesh would fall off because like, he got more damage and it would regrow over time. That is pretty cool. The The one I'm talking about was the, the GameCube one, and it was... I, I, I was, like, maybe six or seven, I guess, when it came... When I was playing it or whatever, but... Um, I And it was, like, a game that's, like, scarier. It was enough where I was young enough to where... Um, I was, like, scared by what was going on in this, but I also knew it was Wolverine. So I'm like, I'm like, well, this is fine. You know what I mean? Like, it was... Wait, this, this I was 10. Okay, I was just a big scaredy cat, I guess. Uh, <laughs> yeah. But I remember... Pl- You're talking to a, per- a man who was afraid... As a child, I was afraid of Luigi's Mansion. I thought Luigi's Mansion was terrifying. I, so. I at some points... Well, I played Luigi's Mansion, but, like... At some of the points, it did... Because there were, like, kind of, like, jump-scary moments, like a ghost would pop up out of nowhere or something. Right. But uh, this Wolverine game, it was weird. It was like, it kind of felt like a Metal Gear game at some at some points because it was like a weird third-person camera. And I remember you right. did have to like cross a minefield exactly like in fucking Metal Gear Solid 1 and stuff. But uh, I, but I, like, towards the end of it, like, I think it was just like, you, it was just like impossible to beat because it was just so bad, essentially. Huh. But, oh, God. but it was cool because you got to like, you, you fought the Wendigo in it for some reason. The the yeah, I'm always down to fight a Wendigo, but it, not not just the Wendigo, the guy from fucking uh, the the Marvel Comics Wendigo. He's a specific guy. Oh oh, gotcha gotcha. I'm looking this guy up. I like a, a hero click of this motherfucker. He's like a, a Hulk villain essentially. Really? Yeah. Yeah, I I know this guy. I've seen him before. I think maybe Omega Red was in there too. Omega Red's a guy you don't see much anymore. I I really like all the weird kind of... The X-Men had so many fucking weird games. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, what was it? The Rise of the Imperfects? Do you remember that fucking shit? No. Is that the... Uh, that one has a funny history behind it. That, that was the one where it was... Um, let me find that shit. It was... It, there were so many... And this is what what's really funny is this pre-MCU world, they were just cranking out fucking X-Men games because that's the most popular shit is X-Men and Spider-Man. Right. 
And that's like all they kept on cranking out. Nobody would fucking do, you know, any like an Avengers game. Fuck that. But, uh, right, right, right. Man, what was that shit? Rise of the Imperfects. There, yeah, this was made by, uh, Marvel Nemesis. It wasn't an official X Men game. It was really weird. It was like a. I mean, it was a fighting game, but you were, like, playing Marvel characters, and then there was, like, all these imperfect guys, these, like, weird, evil mutant dudes that were, like, all green and goopy. And it was like, why would I play a fighting game where, like, half the characters, I don't even know who they are? You know what I mean? Like, they're made-up characters. But Well, they could be spun off and become their own huge characters that people will love forever. The X-Men Legends games were, like, really solid, though. Weird, like, weird, like, uh, third-person, like, uh, RPG action, kind of, like a Diablo-style kind of thing. What was that weird... Did you ever play that one, that unfinished, horrible game, but that was by Silicon Knights, the X-Men? Oh, yeah. Was that Legends or Destiny? It was Destiny. X-Men Destiny. Yeah. <laughs> so weird. What even was that? And they that? used that money to sink it. Yeah, they made that, and then they sunk all the money into a demo for a, uh, a perfect... No, not Perfect Dark. Uh, Eternal Darkness uh, spiritual successor game. Oh, here we go. Dennis Dyack. Oh, I haven't heard that name in so long. Um, The founder of Silicon Knights responded saying that the the budget project, the project budget was drastically reduced due to Marvel's acquisition by Disney. He asserted that perception of of indifference had to do with the resources of the developer being reallocated in response to the shift in budget blah, 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 uh, and the developers were not informed of the reduced budget to keep morale up, so they were just, like, working on this game and trying to, like, ensure the developers, like, this is not getting fucked over, we promise. Um, oh, this was recalled with Too Human, too. Because of yeah, the, because of the, the epic, uh, the epic games lawsuit with the Unreal Engine. Yeah. Yeah. Man, that's like a lost game. Right, yeah, and all I remember is that, like, you had a choice between three different mutants for their power, like three different mutants, but the three different mutants, they all, all their only power was one glowed yellow, one glowed red, and the other glued blue. Yeah, that's what's showing, like that's the, what's showing up on the fucking cover. It's just like different colored glows. Yeah, they, they, there was no difference between them, but like in the lore, they were like electricity, and the other one was like fire, and the third one was like life energy, and it's like, well, it's all the same. They just glow different colors. It's not really weird. Really weird. I would like if they did another fucking X-Men Legends RPG. Th- those owned. That was probably the peak. Right. Of uh, that kind of stuff. They also had, I remember the Legends RPG because it was like a, because, you know, it was like a, like a Diablo style RPG, but you had like, you know, four people in your party, but there was so much lore, like all the items you had, had like fucking lore with it and stuff. And it was right. like all comic book lore. So I'm like. Oh, this is, uh, this is, um, what's the guy's name? Black Tom Cassidy's walking stick. And I'm like, oh, that guy right. from the comics that shows up every now and then. It was like fucking weird. I love that shit though. Yeah. And that's what eventually turned into Ultimate Alliance, right? I think, no, no, Ultimate Alliance is turn-based, right? So. No, 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 no. They, it, it is a Diablo game. Oh, really? Yeah. Because the X the X Men games turned into the Ultimate Alliance games at some point. The Legends, I think. Uh, oh wait, okay, I did play this one. I think this was like forever ago on 360. Right. Okay, man, cool shit though. It's weird yeah. that they can't make these anymore. 
<laughs> yeah, Isn't that weird? All... Isn't that so weird that like every, every all the Marvel games now they can't make like a B game, like a shitty little game. They have to pour a bunch of money in it, and it still winds up being bad. Right. How is that? Like the Spider Mans are the only good ones, right? But then, well, the only big mashup games that they're allowed to make anymore is <clears throat> is uh what is it called? Uh, mobile games. Oh, true. There's that. That's the one I was thinking about. That turn based one that was like on Facebook and uh and right, you, on mobile. Right. Right. So those are the only um, uh, games where all the characters and everything else has to be hyper consistent. So like people will only make games with one character because then they only have to run by one exec. That's the it's so the the X Men thing has just like weirdly like just like you know hamstrung like all of their stuff because like that's they had this ex- huge existing universe of games and all these games that have been built built before. It's like, yeah, we can't do anything like that anymore. We can't use X-Men anymore. I know, Except for Wolverine now. I, I was surprised that they were doing a Wolverine game, to be honest. It's true, it's true. But I mean, he is like the most popular guy behind Spider-Man, so. And yeah, and he just fits as a video. Like, he is a perfect fit for me. Yeah, I mean, you you make him a beat-em-up game guy, and it's like a character action game. Like, a you know, that kind of thing. It's like perfect. Hey, man, if it's just Metal Gear Rising, but... Wolverine, I'm down. That's the thing I'm worried about is I'm afraid that they're going to fucking do, um, you know, like on the TV show, the Wolverine was only allowed to attack robots. <laughs> uh, he's at a bar, he's drinking, and there were people who looked like they got stabbed. I think it's going to be rated I, M. I think, it, I mean, I'm sure it'll probably be rated M. It's probably going to be like a Logan style thing, which honestly, fine. Oh. Wow. Logan was okay. <laughs> I ain't moaning about Logan is all I'll say. You know... I like that. Uh, remember when fucking Professor X screamed about a case of Lupa? That was cool. <laughs> that was funny. That's maybe the best. That was better than anything that's been in the MCU for real, though. Yeah, no. You saying it out loud made me happy. It definitely beat out uh, Tony Stark going to the Internet, which is still the height of the MCU to me. Yeah, when he when he puts on his gunner glasses and flies a plane to which the Internet. It's funny because it's in one of the worst movies, which was that uh, Ultron movie, which is so nothing oh but it had the pinocchio song in it that's how you know it that's was epic true. it was creepy and scary and epic oh uh, he's singing it's like a, kid. a black mirror it's like a kid's song that's normally like a happy thing but a robot a scary robot's doing it ah i guess it is scary that disney owns everything it is now. yeah it is fun that is that is the ultimate scary thing is that they're like we can do this because we own the copyrights to all of it uh wreck it ralph breaks the internet ah uh I do like that it is essentially, I think like the server he went to is like the exact same one that the QAnon people think that all the votes were on and the Gina Haspel got <laughs> like, it is, it is yeah. like that big server center in like, uh, like Norway or Germany or whatever the fuck. Right. And then, like, right. and that's where they think all the votes got stolen and that there was like all a shootout. Conservatives who love, uh, the Avengers probably like, like, like that's where it is. That's it's like accurate. Like, you know, because there's a contingency. I don't think they, they hate Captain Marvel. Do they hate Captain Marvel? I think some of them do. That's the thing is I think it's weird. I think maybe the saddest people on Earth are have, have to be like the Republican MCU fans, right? Right. They love Captain America. Yeah. They're, he's the number one. Well, they like him because he's trad, I guess. But they have to be so mad. They're like, they love superheroes and they love the MCU, but they must hate all the like the representation and stuff like that. And even if it, even though you know, in any scrutiny, it's kind of just hollow, like nothing. You know what I mean? Uh, they right. still hate it because the SGW's made it and it makes them mad. They have to hate all the right. weed and stuff, right? 
Right. They have to hate all the soy banter, I'm guessing. But maybe they don't. Maybe they like the banter. I think they like the soy banter, but they're like, well, it's smart. This is smart. This is how smart people talk. This is how I, when I'm owning libs, I sound like this. Oh, yeah, because I guess you know what? You're right. Those guys, those guys are, the Republican MCU guys are Reddit guys still. Right. They're just posting on a different subreddit. Right, or, exactly. Or they're so old that they don't really know they're just like, they just like superheroes generically. And they're <laughs> yeah. like, I just like it because stuff's blowing up and it's fun. And they, they, they like Tony Stark because he's Elon Musk and they, they like Elon. Do they like Elon Musk? I think some of them do. The more libertarian guys do. Right. Like the crypto guys. And then they love Captain America because he's like, you know, he's trad, trad. He's trad. They don't like Thor. Why don't they like he's, Thor? Because he's, he's, uh, he's too skull, you know. Uh, he's actually beta because he's actually improving himself in front of, in front of women. Like he's what a man who's bow, bowed see, I, to women. Somebody. So do you see the the because of the new God of War? Um, people were talking about. There's people that were mad that Thor was like a, a kind of like a fat red haired guy in this one. Like he's like right. he's like a big beefy guy. Like you know what I mean. Like he looks right. But they're like in they're like mad that he doesn't look as badass. And there was like some weird Nazi guy or. Some like Western tradition <laughs> yeah. guy that was like, that's not my Thor. He doesn't look, you know, and it's like, I don't like nobody. Do you think, what do you think Vikings actually looks like? Like, <laughs> yeah. Do you think they looked like fucking a Hemsworth or something? Like, no, they were just like right, weird, exactly. weird, big, hairy guys. Well, if you row a boat long enough, you'll get buff like Thor does. I mean, the, the most realistic, I think Thor was when he was like fat and playing Fortnite with those aliens. Right. Yeah. Oh, that was so, by the way, so moving to finally see <laughs> representation. Finally see, to see myself on the screen. <laughs> you love Fortnite. I love Fortnite. I love the um, a man wearing a fat suit and it, it made me proud and I was so happy. It was so cool. I like that the, it was just a guy who could not be bothered to gain weight for the role. They really <laughs> did have to put him in like a Medea fat suit or something. It was pretty funny. <laughs> It's like everybody else is like, hey. They should have replaced it with Medea. <laughs> how cool would the Medea cinematic universe, they put her in there. Oh, man. I You know, when the MCU starts failing or they start killing off characters, they got to start bringing in, like, people from out of the fold. Disney <laughs> we, owns everything. Norbert. Norbit is in, uh, is in the MCU. <laughs> Super Smash Bros. voice. Everyone is here. <laughs> Norbit. I mean, that is the Space Jam 2 kind of, like, mentality, if Disney decided to go that way. Oh, hell yeah. I guess that's true. We did get Space Jam 2, and it was a nightmare. Yeah. That we couldn't wake up from. We will eventually get, like, a... I mean, that's gonna be, like, Wreck-It Ralph 3 or 4, right? Right. Where, like, he goes... He they'll like, probably own Warner Brothers, and they'll meet. Yeah, probably. Uh, and and B- Mickey Mouse and, like, uh, Iron Man are going to body Bugs Bunny. We're going to... Bugs Bunny, you're not funny. It's going to be so cool that it's going to be, like, um, they're going to, like... Mickey Mouse is going to, like, drag Algae Rhythm out by his feet and, like, shoot him in the head. It's like, it's my server now. <laughs> <Yeah>. uh-huh. <laughs> I, I rule this domain. Yeah. He's, like, the trade keeper of the Matrix. By the way, I've been Matrix-pilled lately, so that's why. I watched that fucking Animatrix. That shit whips. Yeah, it's pretty cool. You get to see, like, a robot hey. squish a guy's head. Hey, speaking of CG masterpieces. Yes. Uh, uh, did we just play the audio or something? Yeah, let's, uh, let's count down to the Watto minute, uh, and then we'll play the audio. Okay. Okay. Oh, buzz, buzz. I'm hearing the... Okay. Hey, hello there.
Metal Hogcast under the water minute. A minute? That's all you give me? You say you've not had the success you want for the past five years. How do you think I feel? After I lost everything in the Podres, do you think George Lucas called me? No, not the word, nothing. It can't be lonely here in Tatooine, with nothing but the two sons for company. How I long for my homeland and the fields of rippling wheat. But enough of my problems. You, never lose that get up and go and rise up and grind mentality. You keep going, boys. You get there eventually. You have a great day now. Bye-bye. Uh, and I'm going to pretend like we heard it. Whoa. Whoa. Hey, it's Watto. He's talking. Oh, my God. What a what a day. Who could have ever dreamed? You know what, Alan? Yeah. <laughs> I you know what, Alan? Again. No, we'll just have to play the audio again. I mean, uh, everybody wants to hear it more and more. I know. I know. Watto really you know, vibed Alan, with our message. <laughs> yeah. We, when we said that, uh, 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 to get the step out of kayfabe for a second when we sent well when i sent the uh text description of what we wanted uh watto our, our andy Sacombe, the voice of watto really really felt himself on this one <laughs> yeah. really went off and i watched some of the other messages and they were all 30 seconds and they were very much like yo what's up hey 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 any hey Ani, but for real keep it up happy birthday well this time like, he's very... like hey you know i kind of feel this <laughs> <laughs> Yo, man, I get it. It's it, tough it out do, here in the entertainment biz. You do be like that. George Lucas, don't call me back. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. Imagine not getting called back by Lucas. Oh, that's well, that's so bad. Do you think he called him? He, like, hey, Georgie, you got to get me in the... In, <laughs> JJ. Oh, JJ. <laughs> JJ, you got to put me in the... Let me drink the green milk, huh? <laughs> Oh, let me fuck Maz Kanata or Ani. Oh, how cool would that be if he fucked Maz Kanata? If that was the... Oh, God, that's so... That would be... Because, like, you know one of those epic calls from Maz Kanata they kept on getting throughout the series or whatever? And she'd be, like, flying around, like, on a jetpack shooting robots or whatever? How cool would it be if, like, if she just, like, accidentally dropped the phone and, like, you could see somebody else in the bed next to her and it was Watto? Oh, I had me a death stick. I gotta smoke after I fuck. (laughs) Oh, Mazzy. Death sticks don't work on me. I'm Toydarian. <laughs> oh, well, no. Um, I still do it anyway. I got oral fixation. <laughs> oh, man. For real. God, I love Watto. Keep it up. Well, he legendary character. As I wrote in the message, the most underappreciated character in the Star Wars Legendia. Well, I mean, Dexter Jetster does exist. I know. Listen. Can we get, is Dexter Jetster on Cameo? That is a great question. Okay, we're Googling this now. We'll have to do the Jetster minute. We have to to get better at doing a Jetster impression. I don't really want it. Oh, I guess it is a white guy. (laughs) Yeah, that's better, actually. That's actually better. Um, That's actually better than the voices we've been doing. Ronald Falk cameo. I feel like every Star Wars person should be on cameo by now. Like, I want to be able to hire, like, the gonk droid. Oh, 
Uh, let me see. Or the Gamorrean pig guard guy. It might be tough to get a Dexter Jetster cameo because he is dead. <laughs> Ooh, too many burgers. Ooh. Oh, boy. Oh, man. Uh, Got one of his alien proboscis crushed by his... Uh, his robot, robot wife? Waiter that he's in love with. <laughs> no, remember we discussed this. He's in love with her but can't, can't be together because it's the love between um, Synth and... No, not, not Synth. Uh... Uh, species, flesh. What would you call it? I guess it. Yeah. What they, do they call it? In Mass Effect. Uh, they called them synths in Mass Mass Effect, I think. So, well, synths were the were the fate. That was what the Reapers and the Geth and the all them were. Yeah. Right. I guess you call them bios. But Bi- love between bio and droid. <laughs> I. You know, we there needs Forbidden. to be. I mean, the, like we've talked about, there needs to be like a a fucking. Coruscant, like noir city, uh, like series, right? <laughs> yeah. Where we see a bunch of just like random right. characters walking around on Coruscant in their daily lives. Hey, if Knights of the Old Republic remakes a smash hit, maybe they'll make a new one. I would love, I would love a Knights of the Old Republic style, like Mass Effect, but instead of the Citadel, it's it's Coruscant. How cool would that right. be? Right, and you could have sex with a Twi'lek. I mean, you could already do that in Mass Effect. What the? Hell? They, I. That's the one thing is that. Uh, George Lucas should sue Bioware for putting fucking Twi'leks <laughs> in their game. Uh, it's, you know, it's Canadian. Knockoff Twi'leks. Court. Yeah, it's Canadian courts and stuff. It'd be tough. Maybe. Uh, hey, uh, we were talking about burgers earlier. You got me got me hungry. And uh, pizza, hottest segment. Hail Caesar. Uh, is Chef Pepper, is it Chef Pepper around because it's burger time? Oh, no, it's Hail Caesar. <laughs> Chef Pepper, is that the robot? <laughs> No, that's, uh, no, 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 isn't it? Chef Pepper is, uh... Who the fuck is Chef... Burger Time? Burger Time? Yeah, the game, Burger Time. Oh, 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 the Burger Time. Peter Pepper, it's Peter Pepper. Oh, cool. Is he related to the pizza maker? Peter Pepper from Burger Time? The Data East classic? No. I never believed that one. What the... Um, Really? Oh, I, I do... So I've got... Should we get into the Wimpy War first before we do this? Uh, yeah, you can go first because this is this is kind of the bigger one that kind of yeah I feel like new... in a review bra sense everyone will want to crack at this yeah the Taco Bell chicken sandwiches here oh god so you haven't had these yet have you Russ no I've not been in a particular rush to get them because I've heard things but maybe you could change my mind so I will say I do like these um so huh. they are small and it's like three dollars I think if you were to buy them on their own um. Right. They're small, but they are dense. So it's weird. It's so it's basically a chicken tender in like a little flatbread, and it has like the chipotle sauce in it. And then if you get the hot version, it also has jalapenos in it. Huh. And the flatbread they use is kind of like, um, kind of like I guess like a, a fluffier but also smaller in diameter like gordita bread, kind of. Right. They were selling uh, flatbread tacos on the dollar menu, like. A month or two ago. Oh, true. Maybe they were te- they were testing distribution. Like, could they get this out? Yeah, they had like a weird chicken and steak flatbreads, didn't they? Yeah, and they weren't very good, but but they're okay. So what I will say is the chicken is surprisingly good, and it's weird. It kind of does just taste like a, a KFC tender almost. Really? Is it like a chicken little? It's a lot like a chicken little, but like spicy because it's using the Taco Bell sauce. Right, right, right. So, like, it's good. Uh, I don't know. I mean, it's something that, like, you would have to eat two of them to, like, make it feel like 
a full sandwich, basically, is the problem. Right. Because it is small. But, uh, I mean, at Taco Bell, you're ordering, like, five things anyway. So it's not, like, the, the biggest complaint. But, right. yeah, that was the new thing. I do like it. I think it's good. Um, the, the whole, like, pickled jalapenos instead of pickles is a good idea. I wish more things did that. Right. But, yeah, it's, 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 it's solid. It's like a, it's not gonna, you know, I don't, I don't think if you were, if you were in the mood for a chicken sandwich, you wouldn't go get this. Because it doesn't right. feel like a chicken sandwich. But if you're going to Taco Bell anyway, it's a nice contrast to the rest of the menu. So I don't even know where Let's I'd rank it. Let's just say... If you were in the mood for chicken love, you might be saying, Wong Kar, why is it so small? Is what you're saying. Yeah, I would say exactly that. <laughs> you would, sorry if I just literally said what you were about to say, right? I just took You the took words the words out of right mouth. out of my mouth. I had this written down <laughs> as in part of my review. Well, we are waiting at this IHOP, and I am looking over at it. And I are we in the IHOP? We're in the IHOP combination uh, bubble gump, right? Oh, yeah, exactly. <laughs> wait, we got this mixed up. Wait, 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 wait hold okay. on a second. This is an I, I hop. This is an IHOG, International House of Gump? <laughs> wait a minute. This is really very off-brand. This is very... <laughs> they're, what, they're in a place oh, called IHOG? I am just now getting that this is a former Bubba Gumps that's rebranded as an IHOP, but is actually just a knockoff of the two. Yeah, that that's why the Tom Hanks drawing outside looks so weird. <laughs> it looks very airbrushed and very smooth. It looks like the, you know, like the, um, the knockoff KFC in like, in, in like China or whatever. It's like that. Oh my God. You know, I really wish I went to KFC when I was in Japan. I wanted to try it. Yeah. I had a tile. I had a chicken in Thailand, KFC in Thailand. That was the, I, was- I really wanted to try more like American fast food in, in Japan, but I, I foolishly just ate more Japanese food. I had a KFC in Thailand and it wasn't that good, but um, it wasn't like anything special, but it was super spicy. I was like blown away by how spicy it was. See, that's that's good. I feel like I, I want I did wait in line to like I was going to get some McDonald's because they had a fucking like shrimp burger there. Um, Damn. It was that one where it was like it was a patty, but like inside of it was a bunch of weird little shrimp. Um, <laughs> that's hot. But I, it was starting to rain, so I didn't want to wait that long. That was like towards the end of my trip when I really wanted like a burger. And I just like went to right. like an actual burger place. It was like some local burger thing that was very good. I know that feeling when you're like, I just want my American fare. Like I, the entire trip, I'm like, yeah, this food's great. But towards the end of it, I'm like, I really feel like I'm like after those two weeks, I'm like, I really need some meat and cheese, and I haven't had meat and cheese. <laughs> yeah, I've had chicken and I've had beef and stuff, but I haven't had like a, a shitty greasy thing with cheese on it in a long time, right. and that that really hit the spot. Um, right. But what was your, so uh, what was your wimpy thing? Oh, uh, I went to Jolly Bees. Oh yeah. We haven't recorded oh, since Jolly, Jolly, Jolly Bees. Oh, Jolly, Jolly Bees. Um, yeah, I went to Jolly Bees. I met my friend Jolly Bee there. Did you do the little dance? The he did the him. sexy dance? He did the sexy little dance. He, they also had a banner on their wall of Jolly Bee doing a dance. Dancing is his like main personality trait. It's cool. I'm all here for it. I mean, at least he has like, one. Like what's Ronald McDonald's personality trait? He likes McDonald's? Like, he likes sneaking up on kids. I guess that's more the Burger King's thing. This guy, his uh, thing. Ronald's uh, nice, I the, guess. And the, he is kind of a clout chaser. He kind of just was following trends. Like I remember, he liked skateboarding in the nineties. Now you never see him skateboard anymore. It's kind of bullshit. That is bullshit. Now he's just posting and like uh, he's a fucking <laughs> hipster now, I guess, or something. I don't know. Yeah, I guess. He's he's, he's bisexual and eats hot chips. <laughs> yeah, exactly. 
which in England are hot fries. Mm-hmm. Uh, like Andy Cap. No. Oh my God. Don't even get me started about that mascot. That fuck. Yeah. I, no. Um, <laughs> at least he doesn't have a character trait of domestic abuse. <laughs> it's true. Uh, anywho, where was I going with this? Uh, you're talking about Jolly Bee. Yes, Jolly Bee. So Jolly Bee, uh, uh, I went to Jolly Bee's in Seattle. It was in a mall. Mm. packed to the fucking gills. It was it's so insanely popular, but you know what? I braved it. I waited a full half an hour to get chicken. Mm-hmm. And I did. I got their spicy chicken sandwich, one of their weird burgers, and uh, and a uh, ube pie. Ooh, ube. Uh, f- first, first knock against it, they did not get me an ube pie. Instead, they got me their pineapple and uh, mango pie, which probably is better. <laughs> It sounds good. It's probably better, but I, I've had it before, and I wanted to try the ube pie. Mm-hmm. So, I don't know. Kind of a bummer, but it was very tasty. But uh, And then I had one of their weird burgers, which was about the same quality as a McDonald's burger. I wouldn't, you know, yeah. roughly the same. The bun was good. The meat was a little gray. Mm-hmm. But uh, the cheese slice was fine. It was the weird sauce. What is the Jolly Bee? B sauce. Jolly Bee burger sauce. I hope, they better have a cool, funny name for it. I don't know what it. What, what is the secret recipe for the Jolly Bee Yum Burger? Okay, now you're getting like plankton territory. I don't know if they're going to tell you that. I don't know. Yeah, I can't find anything. It's secret. Yum Burger sauce. I can't find. They've, they've optimized the name of their burger so much that it's impossible to Google. Oh, God. It's a special burger dressing. I don't know what it is. It's a secret. It's uh, This is the fucking Krabby Patty shit. It's like a kind of vaguely citrus, sweet, fruity mayo substance. That sounds very like, strange. You know what that sounds like? That, th- that sounds like the, the fucking thing sauce from the thing burger. Oh my the thing, god! The thing burger sauce was like a weird citrus sauce too. It's so weird. Uh, so it's some sort of weird aioli, but you know what? I did like it. I did it. I didn't. Hate, I'm not hate. Was there what was else was on? Was they had like a slice of pineapple? Like what was on this pe- this uh, burger? Nothing. That's it. It was a slice of cheese and yum sauce. Damn. It was only a dollar and twenty cents though, so I can't really hate. Um, and the bun was good. That's pretty cheap, and that's that's nice. Um, was it like a Hawaiian bun or something or? Yeah, it kind of did have a Hawaiian bread taste to it. I don't know. It's cool. Uh, it was higher quality than McDonald's bun is all I'm trying to say. Uh, and then it, it... Wait, what else did you get? It was you, had, you got the chicken itself, right? Yeah, I got the spicy chicken sandwich. And uh, this is my big complaint. It was so packed and it was so crowded. I think my food got left on a counter somewhere and I got it cold. Oh, no. So anything I have to say about it is hampered by the fact that it was cold. But uh, it was interesting. It had uh, spicy breading. Okay, good. Uh, some sort of sauce on it. I can't remember exactly. And then instead of pickles, it had jalapenos on it. But they were fresh jalapenos, not pickles. That's cool. I put more and, jalapenos um, on things. They should just put more jalapenos on things. Yeah, and, and, and the chicken was decent quality. I'd say it was the same as KFC's. I think I even said that the last time I had Jollibee's. The chicken is roughly the same quality as KFC. Mm. But it was cold and a little dry. 
so I, I wouldn't rank it anywhere high in the Wimpy Wars. I don't even remember our w- rankings at the time. I I, I have an moment. update to my personal rankings, by the way. Oh, fuck. So I, I've talked before about how, like, I never really eat the Bojangles bone-in chicken and stuff, but I've, I've been eating eating Bojangles more, and I did the other day get some bone-in chicken and also the, the chicken sandwich. And I got to say, I've also I've had Popeyes within the last month or two, and now that I've had them in, like, recent enough together, I think I can firmly say Bojangles has both the better bone-in chicken and the better chicken sandwich nowadays. Wow. And maybe it's just that my Popeyes is insanely bad. Because I've got some, like, real burnt shit from that Popeyes and everything. But the Bojangles is, I think, the breading and the seasoning and everything is, is somehow, it's a bit, it somehow surpassed it. Hey, uh, Popeyes, weird, weird chain. It is very strange. And you know what? The Bojangles near me is, like, they have, like, an apology sign on the drive-thru now saying, we are, we are insanely understaffed. Sorry for the wait, please. Like it is, and still they're, they're knocking. I was like, when I got, when I pulled up and saw that, I'm like, I'm not expecting, you know, I'm probably, my food might be cold or something, but I, it was perfect is the thing. And in the Popeye's near me, it just has always, I think it's just horrible management really, but it's just always been not great. I've had okay, some okay Popeye's there, but it's not consistent at all. It's just a mess. Strange chain. Strange change. Maybe they blew up the too. The funniest part about fast. it. The funniest part about it is I've heard that if you do go to Louisiana, some of the best fried chicken you can get there is the proper Popeye's chain. Interesting. Because I think, because I think what I've heard, and it could have changed in recent years. It's been a while since I heard this. The Popeye's chicken there is run by like the original family. Oh, okay. And everything else is franchised. Interesting. So I mean, the I... chicken is higher. Yeah, it's very. It's different. It's strange. I bet it's, I mean, I'm, I'm sure it's the same ingredients, but I bet the preparation, they put more care into it or something, or they have more right. control over it, like in, in terms of like when they get the stuff. So it's more fresh, I guess. It's more hands-on, I'm guessing, instead of like, you know, the way that they deal with franchisees. I don't know. It's, it's, it's to the point to where it's like, I'm, why would I ever go to Popeye's anymore now? Yeah. It's, no, I get it. No, I crave Popeye's, but, you know, if I got a chicken sandwich from there and it was disappointing, it would probably ruin my day well, at this point. The other thing is I got the nuggets that they've been talking about so much, and those nuggets tasted like shit. The nuggets That's were bad. The nuggets, they were weirdly, like, almost, like, sour. Like, I felt like they had brined the meat or something, and it was, like, the meat was so... It was, like, so, like, wet and kind of goop. Like, it was, like, it felt... Well, it wasn't, like, undercooked. But it felt like maybe the meat had been like frozen and unfrozen too many times and it kind of like got freezer burn and fell apart or something. Like it was right. like weirdly like soft and like kind of and the breading wasn't great and it didn't feel like they weren't spicy or anything. So it just kind of felt like kind of gross sour chicken. It was not good. And that after that, I had that and I had a sandwich that wasn't so great. And I'm like, I, I'm just not going back to Popeye's, I guess. I, I think I might, <laughs> I might like their mashed potatoes slightly better than Bojangles. Uh, but that's about it. Like it is, it's not even a comparison anymore. Like it, it's fucked up how bad the Popeye's near me has got. Oh no. So the w- winner of the wimpy war, maybe we're gonna have to call this the Bojangles war. Oh my God. I don't know. I think they're the, they're the people to beat. I don't know. We had to come up with a cooler name. Um, 
they are fighting in a war though, because as you know, when we pulled up to the drive-through, there was a bunch of like a troop respecting box you could get. Right. Remember the Bojangles battles, the Bojangle battles. We'll, to, we'll workshop something. But um, oh, well, welcome to the Bo Jungle. Ooh, no, that's we're good. not playing games. That's good. Um, oh, speaking, you of, know how much I know how much you love Guns and Roses. I mean, I do love Guns and Roses. They're great. Appetite for Destruction. Ooh, I've got an appetite. Speaking of Appetite for Destruction, um, <laughs> I've got I've got some I've got a return of a classic bit. It's Dr. Pizza Stone. <laughs> I forgot about you forgot Dr. about Dr. Pizza Stone. Stone. Uh, oh my God. So I, I did bust out the pizza stone for this, even though it was a bar pizza and I cooked it in like a little iron pan. Um, I put the iron pan on top of the pizza stone because the pizza stone holds heat really well. And uh, it, it helps get that, the crust a, a little bit extra crispiness. Um, right. Instead of just putting it on the rack. But I tried Mitch's, uh, Mr. Slice, the original Mr. Slice himself, Mitch from Doughboys, his bar pizza recipe. And I've made a few of these nowadays. Like now, I've had like three of them so far. And, or maybe four actually. Because I guess I did have the first one. I gotta say, they're really good, is the thing. It's a very simple recipe. Like very, very simple. And I did some mild tweaks. Um, but I, I, I think I, in doing this and kind of messing around with stuff, I think I found like the mix of cheese that I like the best. Cause remember we talked before about having a problems with like fresh mozzarella, like melting weird and stuff like that. Right, right, right. It is. I think it is. To, if you want to get that kind of orangey, like a uh, crispy kind of like New York style slice, you got to go like with mostly white cheddar is the thing. Okay. Okay. And then the remaining third, like can be mozzarella and provolone mix basically. But if you, I, I've just been getting like Cabot's like uh, white cheddar or something like that. Or I think I got um, Tillamook cheddar at one point and just grating that onto the pizza. But if you do like roughly two thirds cheddar to one third mozzarella and provolone or just pure mozzarella, I think that's, that's where it's at. If you want to get like a, a nice, real crispy, like kind of, you know, like a, a picture, like a, when you picture a pie in your head, like a New York style slice, that's what you'd get. And, um, I did cook these like I did the whole fucking laced edges and all that kind of garbage. Um, if you're going to do that, I highly recommend you like grease up that pan well. So it'll, it'll get out of there without like breaking apart. You got to grease the beast. You got to grease the beast. And then today I, um, I had some dough that I froze. I made more dough than I, dough than I needed and I let it thaw out in the fridge, but I, I let it thaw out in the fridge a little bit too long before I made it today. And it like the dough had started, I put it in like a Tupperware with a twist lock and the dough had like blown the lid off of it basically because um, right. it was, it had expanded so much. And uh, it had that kind of thing where like, you know, like if you leave dough and it like rises for a while, it smells like beer. Right. Yeah. It was like that. And I'm like, this is still fine to eat, but this is a little bit of a weird pizza. I think it's going to be. And it turned out to like, when I put it in the pan, I, you know, it was a little bit thicker and I knew it was going to rise a lot more because it was, the dough had been sitting there for a while and the yeast had made a lot of these air pockets but it really kind of turned into like a pizza hut, like, or maybe like a, like a pizza hut pan pizza, or maybe like a, a little Caesars, like pan pizza kind of thing, like a deep dish. Right. Right. It was very cakey. Um, but it wasn't, I mean, it was good. It was the thing is that I, it was, it was like a DiGiorno essentially that I wound up making. Um, it was that kind of weird, spongy, fluffy, cakey crust. Um, right, right, right. And maybe, I, I think maybe if I had known, ahead of time of how cakey it would have been. 
I maybe would have adjusted the amount of sauce and other things, but I got to say, I mean, it's, I think that base dough recipe is pretty good. The sauce, I, the recipe is all on Reddit or whatever, but the sauce, I did add a good bit more uh, red pepper flakes than he called for. Uh, just because I, I think a spicy red is just generally more interesting, but it, right. I was pretty impressed by this, this bar pizza recipe. Highly recommend it. It's super, like super fucking easy. It's just like all purpose King Arthur flour and, you know, like a 28 ounce can of tomatoes. So it's, it's dirt simple to make, but that, that cheese I think is the real, the real learning moment that I got out of this is that cheese mix. Cause now I, now that I know that I think I can make any kind of pizza. The mi- the mix is fixed is what you're saying. The mix is fixed. I was, I, bec- I, I, oh. when I, when I first tried to make a pizza, I tried to get like the, the wet, like fresh mozzarella. Cause I figured, Oh, you know, it's fresh mozzarella. This is the most authentic thing. It doesn't, it doesn't melt well enough, but this did it. Right. So I was, I was pretty happy with that. Yeah. I, I, the last time I made pizza, I made a, uh, I used the, the Costco mozzarella blend with, uh, with a little bit of cheddar. Yeah. And the cheddar was just a little too robust. I got to get some little blander. That, so that's why that white cheddar sounded good. Yeah, I think I think that's the thing is you don't want to go too sharp, sharp with the cheddar because it, it can be overpowering. But if it's a little bit milder, it blends more with the mozzarella and is, you know, it seems more I natural. Cut. I got cut by how damn sharp this cheese is. Yeah, I have. I Have you ever cut yourself by like when you're uh, when you're fucking uh, grating cheese? That's the worst. That does actually suck. It sucks. I, do, I, I have done. I hate when like a piece of my skin gets graded off. That's the absolute worst shit. Because it yeah. bleeds so much. God damn. And then I got blood in my pizza. Mm-hmm. And then you feel yeah, and it mixes with the marinara. Then you realize, oh my marinara. Where my blood is ninety. Where ninety percent marinara. Where, where does the where does the line between me and the pizza end anymore? <laughs> uh, David Cage is sticking his head. <laughs> He is always sticking by his head in the window because the the pizza smell does pick him up by his nose and carry him to my window, <laughs> uh, old timey hobo style. Right. And I also do put my pies on the windowsill to cool down, and he's always trying to steal them. Yeah, these French, these French fucks. Oh, a Fr- French old timey hobo, le big rock candy mountain. Uh, man, big rock candy mountain's cool. I like the I like the idea of a hobo heaven. <laughs> I like any place where the jail's made out of tin, but it still has a jail. <laughs> like, that is weird. I, I need to examine the hobo ideology here that they still have a jail in there. Well, it's <laughs> I'm going to sorry. I'm going to make a joke again. A Matrix joke. It's like the Matrix. They need to be there needs to be repercussions for their actions. True, true. Otherwise, they won't believe it. Yeah, right. <laughs> They'll feel think, trapped you think, unless there's a way. Do you think hobo heaven is just like a simulation? <laughs> Huh? Yeah, I guess the the hobo matrix <laughs> locked up. Uh, instead of Neo, it's he's just like old Snake Eye. And uh, and instead of a pod, they're like they're they're sitting inside of a big apple pie on a windowsill. <laughs> yeah, that's the goo they wake uh, up in. Is like is pie goo. <laughs> it's like raspberry filling. Yeah. Oh man, very cool. I miss I miss when we used to have a. a this uh, an American hobo culture. Yeah. Now, now there's just too many homeless people and it's very sad and bad, but right, we used to have like right. a lovable tramp. Like, uh, I guess it was still sad and bad back then, but the movies were funny. Right. And they had their own cool language about like, this is a good house to trust. 
that kind of thing. <laughs> yeah. That's cool. I like hobo signs, hobo hieroglyphs. I just think we like rail culture. I think the that's railways... the, we missed that. That's what Biden's trying to bring back is the rail culture with this infrastructure thing. <laughs> America needs rail culture is what I'm trying to say. Definitely. Definitely needs Instead to be. Instead of these millennials always railing for the latest cause, maybe they should rail for the railways. Yeah. And uh, boxcar kids. Is, is that something on TikTok? <laughs> yeah. No, I agree. Uh, I, I, I feel that. Russ, what, what, what pizza have you got this, this episode? Uh, I did, you know, it's such a flip side. Cause usually I've been a Mr. Pizza stone, uh-huh. but, uh, but this time around we we're flipping it. I'm the one who got the big chain. I actually kept with the hail Caesar brand. It's true. And I got the, the crazy calzone. I meant to get this, but then I saw like review bra said like, I'm scared of this thing. And I'm like, well, maybe I should. <laughs> it is scary. It does look evil. It looks like a crucifix. It's terrifying. It does look like a, something that like, does look like a symbol that a enemy in Bayonetta would have. It looks like, like a bloodborne. It looks like a bloodborne boss, like a weird like yeah. starfish monster. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And um, it, did, it, but it did not taste like an evil starfish monster. Instead, it tasted like something normal, but also very strange. Uh, I got the pepperoni version. Mm-hmm. Um, it was a pizza that was like cut into fourths and then folded in upon each other. And um, instead of having a red sauce, it had, uh, well, it was filled to the brim with pepperoni, almost a little too much. It was a little too much for me on, mm. uh, in the pepperoni department. And then um, it was filled with a Alfredo garlic sauce. Okay, they put a cunny sauce in it. And that's what I messaged Alan about it. And I, I actually messaged another friend, friend of the show, uh, Alex uh, MuldoonX9 on Twitter, who also had the crazy calzone. And I asked them, what was the consistency of their kind of Alfredo sauce lining it? Because uh, mine was uh, roughly a very cum-like consistency, and it splattered out like. So it was like one of those uh, those food insider meals where you like bite into the chicken and it comes all over you. Oh yeah, exactly. <laughs> no, a hundred percent. Cool. Literally, it like splurred out and landed on my jeans, and I felt <laughs> like uh... <laughs> the calzone creamed your jeans. <laughs> I got I got little Caesar's bukkake. <laughs> <laughs> That's so good. And you're walking around. You were walking around the rest of the day with fucking calzone nut on you. Right, right. Yeah, no, uh, no, no. no. I, I I had a napkin and I wiped myself off. But it, <laughs> you need a special. <laughs> you need a special kind of calico cut pants for that. Very erotically, uh, little Caesar, the, the little Caesar was there and he was like, pizza, pizza. This is like so a fan. This horny. is like a, an, a food they'd eat in a fan service episode of an anime. <laughs> it is. It is like a cream cornet. Yeah. It's like, or the chocolate banana. Yeah, exactly. Or a popsicle. Yeah. But so, no. so, okay. So it had the weird sauce. Was the crust, was it just like a folded over pizza or was it like a weird yeah, different crust? Yeah, it was just a crust and the, it kind of, it felt like they baked it a little longer to make it a little crunchier, but it really was the same crust. Okay. It was, it was, you know, it's the, it's a pizza folded over on each other. It was nothing special. It really didn't inspire much out of me and the runniness of the sauce, the cub like consistency kind of like, it didn't even taste bad. It was just like a weird mouthfeel having this very runny, but kind of goopy sauce. I, I See, I I think the thing is that I'm really averse to like runny and goopy pizzas. 
Right. You know what I mean? I really, I really hate when a pizza is like soupy or like too, too like liquidy. I, I really right. want it to be like a substantial, like thin crust or like a, a or at least like, you know, like a, a, a thick crust that you can like hold normally if it's not going to be floppy. But like, I, I really don't like a big wet pizza. Right, right, right. So this seemed like something that would not uh, be. Speaking of uh, big wet pizza, um, <laughs> abandoned after, after the hurricane, uh, dis- this actually kind of looked like the, the, the pizza dough swelling up in my, in my fridge, actually. Um, Hell yeah. The a discarded Domino's pizza dough grows into monstrous blob, takes over dumpster. So in Covington, Louisiana, uh, as they were preparing for Hurricane Ida, they threw a bunch of uh, dough into the dumpster. And due to the water and heat, uh, the dough just turned into a big, a big blob and started pouring out of the dumpster. It looked that looks a lot like the, the Tupperware container, just a smaller version of that. Uh, I, I wish it would like get so much that it would like blow up the dumpster. You know what I mean? Like it would, like the <laughs> yeah. dumpster would fall apart. I, I I was hoping it gets so big it just took over the town, blob style. That'd be cool. Though <laughs> this is just third impact. We all get reduced into pizza, pizza slime. We've had to make that joke. We've made that joke with marinara or something. I like. know. I, we listen. Eva is on the mind still, right? It's still in the discourse. Yeah, it's weird. The, at the end, the Noid turns and says that you should have had sex this whole time. You need to. <laughs> it tells you to stop yeah. being a virgin. You should not. And it, it's a hot Noid, and it's like you should never have avoided me. Yeah. Oh, that's what Gen. That's what Gendo is like. The Noid was inside you all along. Oh my god. Yeah. Oh man, so cool. Uh, thank you. Uh, and, and then he's wearing like streetwear. The Noid is wearing streetwear at the end, and going on a date. Like it's so. Oh, wait, have you seen how much? Of, did you see the Evangelion movie? Uh yes, but I was high, so I don't really remember. See, I was right. high, but <laughs> I was the specific kind of high to where everything made perfect sense to me in my mind. Uh, okay. I I really gotcha, dialed gotcha. in. I really dialed in. Uh, that fucking Urkel string got me, got me thinking like uh, Hideyako <laughs> yeah. Anno. It's, it's, well, that's the thing. You were you were smoking that dank purple delta a i mean it was the same color as uh as as, you, as unit zero one yeah. <laughs> yeah whereas i i'm green yeah which uh i don't know that's not very eva i mean the, the robot is purple and green um you know we were talking no, actually, about i actually think my my i think my strain is grape soda so it's pretty purple actually oops well does it really take uh, does it, how grapey does it taste not really it's just purple i feel like you can only get that kind of you can get it in the smell a lot of times, but the cartridges are the only things that really actually taste like fruit. It's weird. Right. Uh, I guess because you don't have the other stuff burning that just kind of tastes like burning plants. Um, speaking of, right. we were talking about chicken earlier. KFC has introduced, this seems like maybe my perfect KFC item. It's fucked up that this is in Australia. It is the new pizza double. It's like the uh, double down in that it's got like two chicken patties, but in between them, uh, instead of just a sauce and bacon that, they usually put in a double down. It's got like pepperoni and cheese and sauce. Oh, so it's like the pizza slider from Arby's, but but chicken, but chicken, chicken instead of bread. Yeah. Now you never liked the pizza slider at Arby's. I, I thought it was okay. See, I for eat, being a dollar. I like the, I mean, for a dollar it's fine, but like I eat the roast beef slider or like the Buffalo chicken slider every now and then. And those are just so much right. better is the thing than like a cold pepperoni slice. Right. But I mean, I, this isn't too different than what was on the normal double down with like bacon. And I can never tell if it was like some weird cheese sauce or, or what it was exactly, but it, it was similar to this kind of. So I miss the double down. 
I really miss the double down. I would order that. I, I, I'd try it again. I'd give it another shot. I did not like mine, but I think the individual patties weren't great. Um, some comments from people in Australia. Looks like I'm having KFC for tea. Said another. <laughs> um, I like. I I fucking love that. Like tea is like a meal, so that they like they eat noodles and, and burgers and stuff for. It's so fucking stupid. It, they just have a third meal lifestyle over there. They're, they're living that Hobbit life. They got like a second breakfast. True. Um, it, is tea like brunch for you them? You have to stay inside and eat, or if you step outside, you'll die. But yeah, you'll get you'll get attacked by like a big spider or something. A big spider or the sun. We'll track you down and kill your ass. It, it, they, they're living in Mario 2 over there. The sun's just chasing them around. Yeah. Um, it, you have to pay like $175 for a single video game there, but you do get shit like this, so I don't know. It's just it's cool. like the only things they're they're allowed to do in Australia is just like that or do like Hachima cooking. Like it's like, do you want to just, <laughs> do you want to fucking cook some bugs? That's all that we have at the grocery store is bugs. Pretty cool. Um, Speaking of, of bugs and eating garbage... Uh, Pasquale's Pizza and Wings adds meatball lineup. Pasquale's is Hell really, yeah. ta- really taking off, I guess. Um, we're going to all be eating. People are going to be like, Chucky, who I'm a Pasquale guy. That's the thing that people are always talking about. Get in the pot, eat the bugs. I think in the future, it's going to be like, get in the pot, eat the Pasquale. <laughs> yeah, yeah. They're going to be feeding us these meatball dunkers, <laughs> savory seasoned meatballs and baked in a fresh made crust. And designed for dipping, a trio of shareable saucy meatballs smothered in tangy Korean barbecue, sweet Thai chili, or new buffalo barbecue sauce. To be honest, I I kind of think the the meatball things look pretty okay. Take a look at this. Uh, I'm looking at it right now, and I I get that like feeling like this probably. I mean, meatballs are easy to freeze and distribute, so I get why they'd want to do this. I don't know. I. It's hard to if fuck they, up a meatball. These are well-made. Yeah, I know. If these are well-made, freshly made meatballs, I'd get it, is all I'm trying to say. Yeah. But I, I don't know if I have a lot of faith in Pasquale, but I don't know. People like that uh, spaghetti and meatball pizza. Well, that's the other thing. It is, uh, I guess they're doing this as a synergy for, for fucking meatball. I, they have like a meatball. This is a meatball mania lineup. Um, oh, here we go. They have not just, they used to have the spaghetti and meatball pizza. Now they have signature meatball pizza. Featuring marinara, shredded mozzarella, all beef meatballs, fresh spinach, a blend a blend of Italian seasonings on a Pasquale house made crust. I wonder if it's crumbled meatballs like Blaze style or if they put the whole meatballs on there. Right. I don't know. Um, oh, here we go. Sherry Landry, Chuck E. Cheese Entertainment's chief marketing officer, said the delicious recipes and shareability of our meatball mania menu makes Pasquale's the best delivery choice for football watching this season. Can you imagine like some like 40 year old guys like hanging out <laughs> in like their man cave and like a dude brings down fucking Chuck E. Cheese pizza? <laughs> that would rock. I'd do it. <laughs> like a bunch of like 50 year old dads like hanging out in like some wood paneled basement. And one of them Yo, just comes Carl's down. the one who's supposed to bring the pizza this week. I got Papa John's last week. What, what do you got for us? Um, just bring a big old bot. Uh, got tickets too. Like, uh, and just like our, just like our meatballs, we are going big and we'll be celebrating the biggest and best MVP moments from college teams O lines with a meatball victory party. Uh, that that's rocks. what MVP stands for. I guess we are excited that football is back and look forward to honoring the top four O lines every week. 
So wait, are they giving like a meatball party to the top four offensive lines like every week? Like what's going on? <laughs> dudes, I'm just imagining these 20 something dudes. The college like, football players that are like, oh, cool. Pasquale's. I can't eat any of this. I get $20 worth of tokens. At- <laughs> <laughs> like fucking like the fucking bird robot comes by and drops off some tokens Dude. for them. Henny? Henny Hen? Is that it? I think so. I don't know. I, I, I at this point. And so, like, I don't know, like, what's Chuck E. Cheese and what's Five Nights at Freddy's anymore. That's true. That's true. And then, like, the, then you throw in the rock fire explosion in there, and it's like, I'm just completely lost. Oh, it's Helen Henny. Helen Henny. My bad. Um, do you think that there are some people on, like, the college football teams that don't know what Chuck E. Cheese is, but they do know Five Nights at Freddy's? <laughs> like, they're young <laughs> enough to not really. Because, like, Chuck E. Cheese was a, barely a thing, like, when I was growing up, I feel like. Like, it was already right. on the way out, you know? Kept making new spots though, and they got that big dance floor. <laughs> That's the thing is, I think people stop dancing. Nobody wants to dance anymore. <laughs> like people only—I don't know. People love dancing out. People, but have now you ever I got dance... out dancing before. We're gonna have a real serious. Have you ever got out dancing? No, before? but that's the thing is, like people go clubbing nowadays, but you only go dancing. Like if you're gonna go fuck, like that's the that's the whole thing. Like you like meet people and like make out or fuck or something, but like right, that's right. but that's nobody goes dancing for fun. You know, like I went dancing once. I've been dancing. That's weird. <laughs> it is weird. <laughs> it does weird. Everything about me. Listen, I only did it once, and I said that was fun. Now I'll never do it again. See, I, but yeah, I, <laughs> I just do the the normal thing where if there's a party with dancing, I'm standing up against the wall with a like a beer, right? And, you know, and you become that meme. Yeah, I'm the meat. I'm the they don't they don't know I'm making my own pizza at home. <laughs> yeah, they don't know I'm Dr. Pizza Stone. They don't know I'm Dr. Pizza Stone. That's not true. Everybody knows I'm Dr. Pizza Stone because I'm telling them. <laughs> You're very loud about it. Yeah, I, and I am wearing the Dr. Pizza Stone outfit. <laughs> yeah, you do have the hair. I do have the spiked up hair and I am wearing a Flintstones lab coat. Everybody's looking at you like that is the worst Rick and Morty cosplay I've ever seen. Yeah. Oh man. I should just do it. I should just become Dr. Stone for Halloween or something. Um, you know, we were talking about wild calzones earlier. I've got an even more wild one. Um, and and we were talking about France earlier too. Domino's bakes a new limited time banana calzone over in France. Fuck. (laughs) Let me paste. What the fuck is this? I'm looking at, you're looking at the shit. It looks like a McDonald's pie. Whoa. Look at this shit. This is part of their, That's funny. their Cal Z line of calzones. <laughs> Hell yeah. Um, I'm looking, let me see the, I'm trying to look and see what the other Cal Z's Cal Z. Oh, I got it. I got it. The pizza chain also is offers savory Cal Z's in a several oh, here varieties, we go. including samurai, samurai filled with mozzarella, kebab meat, and samurai sauce. Epic samurai <laughs> sauce. Goat honey filled with mozzarella, goat cheese, and French honey. Kebab filled with mozzarella, kebab meat, and kebab white sauce, and chicken curry filled with mozzarella, roast chicken, and curry sauce. The, yo, I you know this all what's sounds going good. on over there. This sounds good. What's going on? No, I fuck with it. You know, and the banana calzone, it looks pretty. It's, it's caramelized banana uh, compote and comes with a chocolate hazelnut dipping sauce for or or to be drizzled on top of it. Like I think this is pretty solid. Right. And you know what this reminds me of also, because I know they've got stuff like this in the UK. We really need more curry flavored stuff on like fast food menus. We don't have that it's here. It's true. I do. I respect this opinion. We don't have any of that. Uh, it's I've got that curry fury. Is a curry curry fury? Yeah. 
that's just what they call it if you like Steph Curry, I think. Um, <laughs> oh, okay, my bad. But, like, I, I don't know how to feel about samurai sauce. That's maybe a little bit pushing it, but, like... Uh, well, I mean, the, maybe it's a reference to the movie Le Samurai. Yeah, or with Tom Cruise? No, that's... The Last Samurai? No, no, it's Le Samurai with, uh, by Brisson. You know, uh, what about the French guy who does Bushido and has sex with women and then dies? That isn't... It's pretty cool. You know, like, the, my favorite genre of anything is white guy becomes a samurai. <laughs> that's my That's my favorite shit in the universe. It's true. His white I mean, white guy becomes a samurai. <laughs> That's Neo. Maybe I need to be. Maybe I can get Alan to like me if I become a samurai. I mean, honestly, man bun. Russ, if you could do some fucking Sekiro moves, I mean, I if you could do Makiri, if you could do a Makiri counter, it's true. Yeah, but you can't. You're not gonna. You're not gonna be able to dodge these thrust attacks and then turn <laughs> and damage my posture bar. Uh, Alan, that's that is the meanest thing anyone's ever said to me. And now I will be training every day. <laughs> do it. How do you feel about banana desserts, by the way? I love a banana pudding. We we had some banana pudding while, when you came over. I do. Earlier. I tried to make banana pudding the other day, and I fucked it up so bad. Is, uh, see, what else is... It's just like a vanilla pudding mix, and then bananas, and then, like, vanilla wafers, right? Well, I tried to make this one off the internet where you, like, had the banana in the pudding, but I added too much banana, and it turned into a p- banana congeal. It was not good. Mm-hmm. I, I, a really good banana pudding is like unbeatable for a dessert. I really love a banana pudding. Right. But here's the weird thing. I don't really eat bananas on their own very much. No, I agree. I'm not a banana head. I feel like, you know what I do? I do kind of like the small bananas because I feel like a whole banana. I never want to eat a whole banana. Uh, like a plantain? Plantains are usually bigger. <laughs> Re- yeah, I'm talking about like right, those weird, want- those weird like brown, like tiny brown bananas and the insides are kind of an orangey. Like it's a different color and stuff inside, or they just have many right. many yellow bananas and stuff too. But like, um, I feel like uh, like I get halfway through a banana, I'm like, this is just like, because it's just like such a weird texture, like a weird like dry kind of like, or not dry, but like a goopy like, it's it's just a weird texture, and I don't, I think maybe that's why Wouldn't I don't be like gooey, so soft and chewy, but not in a good way. Not like a pudding way. It's just like a weird like, it's like a weird like goop tube that you're eating. It's like a it's like nature's frube. <laughs> Like a nature, like a nature's gogurt, basically. Ugh. It is like a gogurt. Like that's like gogurt for monkeys, basically. <laughs> it's just well, think about it. They rip it and, and squish it like in their mouth. They just like squeeze a whole banana in their mouth. Damn, dude. Yeah. But don't monkey? It, they've proven that monkeys don't peel the banana. They they eat it whole. Yeah, I think they do. Because like, why not? Maybe some of them do. I don't know. Who's to say? Um. Sonic News Views, Reviews, and Tudes, huge. <laughs> yeah, we need to get to keep this podcast going. We can't talk we, about monkeys I think anymore. we spent the opening 30 minutes just bullshitting about fucking... Uh, Marvel games? Marvel games and X-Men. Um, so Sonic Colors Ultimate came out, and there was a big uh, hullabaloo about uh, a bunch of graphic graphical glitches that were going on. Some of them were real. Uh, I think the turning into a fish thing might have been fake, though, right? Right. But the, there was one where everything would just turn like rainbow colored and like flashing lights smeared everywhere. Right. And that was a real thing that they did patch out. Um, I think like shortly now, after the game came out. Is it only the Switch version or it's all the versions, right? This is a, this was a, uh, yes, we've deployed a patch for the Nintendo Switch, but there's several patches for all platforms that will be rolling out in the near future. Um, so I don't know. It, 
I'm, I'm interested. I think I'll probably play this, but like it's because I never, I didn't really ever play much of Sonic Colors. Um, you know, Sonic, he he's so fast. His port had to come out. He rushed his port. Yeah, he, this is what happened. This, Sonic rushed port. This is what happened with Cyberpunk Sonic. You got to watch out. Yeah. Uh, this is exactly uh, <laughs> like you know what? Here's the thing. Still better than Cyberpunk is the is the thing because it is a functional Man, game still. <laughs> I, I know, I know, but the fervor is just exactly the same. The people, the same level of outrage, and the same people. Yeah, <laughs> I was I I was at a GameStop and a guy yelled at the employee, "What the fuck? I can't I can't save the wisps. <laughs> I gotta save the wisps. I gotta save the wisps." Um. Also, uh, this isn't on the list, but we watch, did you you watched the Corona Sonic thing, right? Yeah, yeah, I did. They were showing that new that new cartoon with the Wisps and Sonic, uh, and there was a moment where like Eggman is like capturing a bunch of Wisps and putting them inside the little pods that he usually puts the little animals in, and Corona's like uh, just like mumbled under her breath, "Eggman's so cool," <laughs> and everybody's like, "What?" <laughs> oh, Corona, listen. I mean, she's in love with that one animal crossing, like, duck or whatever the fuck. <laughs> or the penguin. True, the the weird about... little penguin that she's in love with. That rocks, dude. Oh, man. So, like, I get why she would like there's, Eggman. There, there's hope for me at this point. Yeah, you're like a weird little penguin. You're like, you're very much like a little Eggman guy. <laughs> oh, man. I hate Eggman, but only because, you know, he's a good villain because you can see parts of yourself in him. Yeah. Um, I... After after releasing both the best G Fuel flavor and the worst one, Sonic is back at G Fuel, baby. Oh, baby. Uh, so this was a, a new flavor uh, with 30th anniversary imagery, and it's called Party Punch. Um, I've joined the wait list for this. I, I'm i excited for this because, I mean, if they're making a serious, like, good flavor, it'll probably be good because the, the Peach Rings was fantastic. Right. And, uh... I mean, we—I think we we alluded to this earlier, but the venom, the venom G fuel is fantastic. So like, I'm I'm hyped on G fuel lately. They have aside from the chili dog one, which did taste like chili dogs, like they said it would. So like, <laughs> they, they, they warned me. It. They it warned me. It's it's like a birdie bots ever flavored every flavored bean kind of situation, where like it's like no, that really does taste like boogers. Like ugh, this this is this is awful. <laughs> yeah. like, no, this is this really is rotten egg. Yeah. Um, they got some, I mean, they got their food scientists to do it. So I'm, I'm excited for this. I hope it does still have that peachy element that the fucking peach rings did because I, right. I really do love that. And I hope they sell it in cans. Um, right. I want more G fuel in how cans. How do you feel? How do you feel about it? Um, it's called party punch. That seems like a Mario but, flavored thing. It should be party punch. Yeah. But on their website, they list the flavor as fruity pebble. That's weird. Isn't there already? It a, is very strange. Isn't there already a fruity pebble G fuel? Who I don't know. Um, there is a pu- fruit punch G fuel. I wonder if they're just reusing another flavor and branding of the Sonic. It could be. I don't know. It's just very strange to me because it's like I, I, you know, fruity pebbles is always my number two. I was never a big fruity pebbles person. I liked it. It was my favorite of the fruity brands. See, I love Lucky Charms. That was my favorite. Uh, I like Lucky Charms until I'm going to say, I'm not throwing shade or anything, but when I hit age six, I, I became a cinnamon toast crunch freak. Well, you, you were, you're obsessed with the spiral. <laughs> well, yeah, I was obsessed with the spiral. I wanted to be Wendell. Uh-huh. I, in some ways, I still think I'm Wendell. I, I can, 
if Dr. Eggman and Wendell had a baby, I'd be the son. Uh huh. It looked uh, just like Bowling Pin Tim, actually. <laughs> yeah, he looked like a little freak. Um, see, I like see, I like Lucky Charms because I was supporting the IRA back then. Right, it's true. <laughs> Taking out the black and tans. Yeah. <laughs> Which I was eating the brown and tans because that's kind of the color of a. It would be so. It would be so cool if uh, if Lucky the Leprechaun wrote a letter to Margaret Thatcher saying like. It's like, you have to be lucky every time. We only have to be lucky once. <laughs> was there a British cereal mascot? Did any of them speak with a British accent? Was there a British cereal mascot? Uh, did Oh, no, wait. Yeah, the, the uh, toucan guy. Didn't he have a British accent? Or was it like a, or was it like a, more of like a, um, like a, a mid-Atlantic accent? What was the, what's toucan, Who? toucan Sam? He's like, follow your uh, no, nose. Like, it's like a... Follow your nose. Yeah, I guess you're it right. Sounds like, he sounds like a British head, like, explorer that... or something. Yeah, well, yeah. He sounds like fucking, like, a, a Dr. Livingston, like, voice or something. Damn, dude. Was Captain Crunch, is he British? He's American, right? He's dressed like a British captain. <laughs> Don't the, uh, the, the British have different uh naval naval terms for their like commanders and stuff isn't commander a thing and master and commander at, at world's edge or whatever the fuck that shit was called yeah, master and captain crunch at the world at the soggy's edge or something that's funny we could work with that we can work with that that's not be the who would be the charles darwin equivalent uh oh, oh, the sugar smacks frog let's see what's the most like animal themed uh like cereal could it be the Sugar Smacks frog? I mean, I like I like Diggum frogs. So or Honey Smacks. Diggum frog. Diggum frog. <laughs> Diggum frog. Shouts out to Diggum frog. He's a pimp. He's a pimp. Cool, cool ass guy. Yeah, he's pretty cool. Um, Who designed? Is he a Jay Ward creation? Pendleton J. Ward, the the creator of Adventure Time. No. He made, no. He made Diggum frog. Jay Ward, the the Rocky and Bullwinkle guy, it made Captain Crunch. Oh, that's cool. I didn't know that. Um, I've got speaking of cool, I, I got something. Uh, cool world. What what is uh, yeah. what does IDW have to do with the CIA? They both got uh, imposter syndrome. <laughs> what? Uh, Serge the Tenric and Kit the Fennec. IDW's imposter syndrome miniseries new characters revealed. Um, IDW is making a, a, a Sonic miniseries called Sonic Imposter Syndrome, and it stars these two new characters. I was thinking about making this a tood, but um, we really don't have any more information on them other than their names. Um, right. Here's the here's the one description: a surge of imposter spells, a tr- uh, surge of imposters spells trouble for Sonic the Hedgehog, Miles, Tails, Prower, and even Doctor Eggman. Doctor Starline is pulling every tool from his kit as he creates his fastest and smartest inventions. An all-new miniseries from Ian Flynn, Imposter Syndrome 1, will have re- readers seeing double. Um, so I'm seeing these two new characters. Uh, Kit the Fennec is like a blue Fennec fox with her ears down. And it looks like she has like water tentacle powers. She's like a lapis from a Steven Universe kind of thing going on. And then, <laughs> What's that? And then uh, Surge the Tenric. I'm not submissive and breedable, so I don't know what that is. Uh, well, Surge the Tenric might be more your style. Uh, yeah, that might be the case. She's got like a big spiky ponytail and like pierced earrings and spiky teeth. She looks like the oh rat. She looks like a green God. version of the rat from Hollow Live now. Hell yeah! Uh, and she's got like electrics. Like That's it, bales. Yeah, right? she's got the. She's got like arcing electricity on like her finger rings and like her feet. So she has like Let's electric go. powers, and she's kind of. 
she reminds me of like fucking like a uh, Hitmonlee or something. Like she's got like big baggy, <laughs> she's got baggy hammer pants and she's kicking people. So it's a little Hitmon topish. It's a little bit Hitmon top. These characters seem cool. I'm interested to see what this is about. Um, right. I'm interested to see what these imposters I... are. Maybe it's a Rise <laughs> of the Imperfect situation. It is very funny that like the old Archie fan comics, the uh, characters all looked like weirdly like off. Rotor the Walrus just didn't doesn't look like proper Sonic. You know what I but mean? But now the characters look like Sonic OCs and they look better. Yeah, it's very strange. They're like Sonic OCs if somebody sat down and really thought them out. It's very strange. That, I it, I do love that that like they look like a really well thought out Sonic OC, like a perfectly executed Sonic OC. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like somebody was paid to make a Sonic OC. Yeah, like, if I if I commissioned somebody to make, like, an electric Tenric uh, OC, and, like, it was an anime artist, this is what they would come up with, and I'd be pretty happy with it. Uh, right. It's badass, is Can what I I'm re- saying. I need to read the IDW comics. I, I'm, I'll probably read this miniseries whenever it comes out. Uh, available in November? Yeah, sure, why not? It's a miniseries. I, uh, a miniseries is easy to get into. Right. It seems cool. Uh, I'm and looking it- forward to that. I suffer from freaking imposter syndrome. That's the thing is you'll see a lot of yourself in this comic. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And then uh, I'm really excited for the next spinoff, the next miniseries, Havana, Sonic the Hedgehog Havana Syndrome. That'll be really cool. Eggman, <laughs> Eggman's got a microwave beam in a hotel. <laughs> Sonic is like, oh, I should I shouldn't have done war. I, I, did, I did war on Eggman that one time in that famous panel, and now I've got a headache. <laughs> and it kind of feels like shit. <laughs> Um, speaking of war, we've got some Sonic challenge coins, I guess. Um, I guess they're, they aren't really challenge coins. They're like commemorative coins. Like, I, I hope there's like a tele, like a telemercial kind of thing, like things for these. You, you think? I bet there is. I bet there is a, I bet there is like an infomercial <laughs> for these fucking Sonic commemorative coins. There's a woman who, uh, <laughs> there's a woman at 4am trying to convince like boomers who are like working security guard jobs to buy these. Well, it's AP, uh, AP Mex or app Mex. I don't know how you say it. They have their 30th anniversary collaboration coins. Um, each one is, so they've got different ones. They've got one ounce bullion, uh, bullion and colorized silver coins at $30 each, which include designs of Sonic tails, knuckles, and Eggman. Um, so they've got just pure, pure silver. And then one that's colorized. The one ounce gold proof coin is smaller, but due to the density of the metal, uh, it will set you back a whopping $2,000. So you could buy a $2,000 gold uh, Sonic coin. It'd be a great I, investment. Uh, <laughs> I, kids, your college fund is wrapped up in these. We bought you a bunch of Sonic doubloons. <laughs> that rocks Can you so imagine? hard, dude. It's going to be so cool when, like, in, like, you know, 30 years, when all the, like, when when our generation is, like, all old and watching whatever, you know, OAN or something, and they have like a, 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 a cash for gold type commercial. It's like trade in your Sonic coins. <laughs> that kind of thing. NFT will <laughs> NFTs will fall out of favor, but, but the Sonic coins will always stand true. Oh my God. I just realized NFTs are like the version of cash for gold for our generation. <laughs> it really is. God damn it. Oh fuck. It's even stupider because it's not even a material thing. I can, uh, is there a way that NFTs could make your skin blue, like colloidal silver? Now, if you did eat, maybe if you ate the silver Sonic coin, it might turn you blue. That's like just, Sonic, oh, holy shit. like Sonic, like Sonic. <laughs> Damn. It, it, but, Finally. but if it turned your arms blue, it's fucked up. <laughs> oh shit! Yeah, that would be terrible. I would hate that. That's interesting. I mean, I I'm not gonna buy any of these. I. 
don't think commemorative nobody's buying commemorative coins anymore for a period of time i think it has to it's it's the it's the classic equivalent of a what's it called again uh, it's the classic equivalent of like the timeshare thing. Somebody has to be buying these. It's old people. It, like the timeshares, it's old people. It's old rich people that have more money than they know what to do with. And somebody yells at them to buy it and they go, okay. So, yeah, a guy on TV does it. You know, so my dad watches, uh, like there's like a channel that we get on cable that's just like a car channel. Um, and it's very interesting because you get to see the ads that are designed for like old white guys in their 50s, basically. And it, right. it is exclusively like testosterone supplements and like selling cash for gold. Like it is, it is just like, it's like, uh, it, there's always commercials about like, remember back in the day when men were men and you know, yeah, yeah. like everybody got forced feminized. Take this testosterone thing and it'll make women think you're able to have sex still. <laughs> right, right, right. Uh, that's basically it. Um, Axe body spray is only surface deep. You need something in your guts. <laughs> You need you need to be exuding pheromones like Omega Red. Uh, that it is it's cool. They're doing testosterone. Re- they're <laughs> basically Sigma Red. You need to be put out Sigma pheromones. It, there is it is very cool that like there a lot of these old guys like hate trans people, but they are essentially doing hormone therapy to themselves. Fucked up to think about, but it's true. It's true. It's true. They're just doing hormone therapy. It, okay, in biohacking, is there? <laughs> Is there a subsect of like pheromone hackers? There should be. I'm sure there is. I mean, there is. Let's do it. Let's let's become. We could become that. There was for could, there was for a while actually. There was like a, somebody in like Brazil that was like shipping, and it had like a weird. They had like a, a website like set up in Brazil to like send people like uh like under the table like uh like uh, hormone therapy, so like you know estrogen and or uh, spirulactone or whatever, and it was like an Astolfo themed website. Do you remember that? No. There was like an Astolfo. The I'm I'm sure it probably got shut down. But it was like somebody in like South America. I'm pretty sure it was Brazil that was just like I'm selling this for other trans people. You can just you know give yourself your own hormone therapy, and that was like the closest thing to that. Basically, is this is like some person posting like a wiki guides on like how to how to you know and how to how much to inject and all that kind of stuff and selling Astolfo themes uh, estrogen. I think we have our new hustle because I went and Googled biohacking pheromones and I can't find anything. So if we put out some sort of pill, that's like it, it, it releases your synapses that like outputs pheromones that attract women. Like that's the, that's the, the thing that they're missing in like the new tropics grift is they don't have like a direct thing to like, this will make women want to fuck you. You know what I mean? Right. Like you need to, you need to tell people if you take this weird powder, it will like, unlock the it'll make you stefan or kel basically (laughs) we need to sell you the stefan or kel juice is basically what we need to do (laughs) michael's special stuff but it's stefan special oh whoops i got it mixed up it's the bruce juice oh my god oh no uh you know speaking of old men our 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 grandpa yuji naka he's working on a new project are you Yuji Naka designed one of the great games of this year? What probably GOTY contender? Yeah, I'd say right so. Now. Yeah, sorry, Deathloop, get it's out of here. Definitely the game that's st- <laughs> yeah, Deathloop, uh, dead on a more like death on arrival. More death poop. What's another more what, death poop? Death poop. Yeah, death poop. What's another? What's the other hot? What What are some other hot games that came out here? Skyward Sword HD. Uh, more like Skyward Resident Evil Sword 8. XD. Um, Resident Evil Eight. Yeah, Resident Evil. Uh. Uh. Fart. <laughs> fart. Um, Resident Evil. 
Resident Evil Hate, because that's all I felt. <laughs> yeah, you you were just so mad the entire time playing it. Resident Evil Eight Spillage, because it made me vomit. Yeah, but not like from fear, from like, oh, this game sucks. Yeah, uh, and it was like a weird, like a oh, what's the thing I'm thinking about? Where the guy? It was like an Eric Andre like puking mouth kind of little tiny vomit. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, it was gross. It was like it, it was clear. It was just some oatmeal you had in your mouth. Um, Cyberpunk 2077. It's still Cyberpunk 2077. That was last so. year. That came out like a year ago. Oh, that did come out in like November yeah, or something. Yeah, it was like right around. The, or wait, did it? Did it get pushed back? It, it like, got pushed back so many times. I have no idea anymore. I, I keep. It feels like the game that never came out. I mean, it still, still really didn't. Come, it's not done. Okay. Uh, instead of uh, Psychonauts two, it's uh, you got to be psycho to like this one too. Basically, Psychonauts two is actually a really good game. It's probably one of the better games. It's actually very cute, and I'm oh my god, shocked that it turned out good. This this is literally a year ago. It came out in no wait no never mind. The original date was supposed to be last September, but it came out in December. <laughs> yeah. My bad. I forgot about Ratchet that. Ratchet and Clank ripped apart. Uh, yeah, ripped apart by the critics. Oh, yeah. Well, more like a, more like ripping my butt cheeks apart to lay a big fat fart. <laughs> more like Ratchet and Clank going commando because I hate shit my pants playing it because it sucks so bad. Yeah. No. Uh, this is a in this house. We play Ballad Wonderworld. It's my only PS5 game I own on disc. Mm-hmm. Not a joke. I do not own uh, any other Square Enix games. <laughs> yeah, Square Enix to be dead DOA dead company. Yeah, after did not after support. after after uh, Yuji Naka left, I deleted my copies of Final Fantasy. I'm not playing any <laughs> uh, of these, yeah. any of this shit anymore. I said, "Fuck this." Yeah. This is the Final Fantasy without Yuji Naka. <laughs> yeah. Near? More like far away. Put it far away from me cuz I don't want it anymore. So after he left uh after he left this uh Yuji Naka, 55 years old, said he was considering retirement from the games industry, but after taking some time away, he said he is working on a new mobile project. According to his latest tweet, he has thrown himself back into studying programming and is working on a simple game in Unity that he wants to release. It's not a big deal because it's made by one person, but programming for making games isn't fun. I hope you can play the app. Um, that's cool. I wonder what he's going to make. Is it going to be like the Peter Molyneux cube game on the phone or whatever? <laughs> yeah, I forgot. Remember the cube game? I think about that. The guy is like, you get to make the new game. And it's like, you definitely don't. <laughs> yeah. You get to, your name is in uh that one Kickstarter that nobody likes. Yeah. It is essentially just like you put your name on like the Patreon. Thank you list or whatever at the end of your videos. That's essentially what it is. Dude, What if that game came out now and it was like an NFT and like your, your name will be in the NFT. Code. It is. Peter Molyneux would be the guy who made the NFT. He game. would make an NFT. Like it was like the game is only deliverable by through, through NFT. Like there's a, a limited number of copies of it or something stupid. God, that's so dumb. Uh, he would do that. He would definitely do that. Um, Yuji Naka. I'm glad he, he just posted like a picture of him looking just like cool, like smiling, like a dad uh, in this, like he, he put like a headshot photo of himself in there. Uh, Hell yeah. Th- this, this old man's sweet. He should, I hope he has fun making his game. Um, I feel like uh, us playing Balan Wonderworld is like, you know, that one tweet that's like grandpa made dinner and we, I was the only one who came. <laughs> that's us. That's us with Yuji Naka. It's like, hey, you know, what? it was a damn good meal. Like, thank Thanks, grandpa. I love jumping with right trigger. I love doing a little funny dance with animals. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. That is something like your grandpa's like, you like little animals dancing around, right? <laughs> right, like, right, no, right. no, like, that was like 20 years ago, Grandpa. Like, I, you, you down, you downloaded De- Dear Evan Hansen because you love dancing musical sequences, right? No, no, no. It was irony, Grandpa. Get, God, God, it was irony. 
Uh, that is so cool. I There's nothing more pure and fun to me than the weird, like, uh, kind of relative you don't talk to that much that still thinks you like dinosaurs or something. <laughs> Hell yeah. It's like, I'm, like, 30 years old. Like, what are you doing? <laughs> I mean, I do like dinosaurs still, but... That's true, it's true. But I can't be, I, I can't be having toy dinosaurs in my house. Well, maybe just this one. You still like Transformers? And you're like, I'd rather have taken, like, a stand mixer, but... I mean, I would have had a big bad Beetleborg, but... Uh. <laughs> that would be pretty cool if they went on Amazon and bought some, like, limited big bad Beetleborg figure. Yeah, or Cowboys and Moomays. <laughs> oh, man. Let's go. Okay, I've got a weird dude this week. This is going to be a strange one. Versus all the very normal ones? Yeah, this is a, this is a weird one. I've got Professor Von Schlemmer. <laughs> I'm seeing that he's an Archie character from the link. Yeah, if this is not a this is not a fan character. This is a canonical character. Let's see. Uh, I think he's a. He sounds like Slimer to me. He might. I think he's a ghost. <laughs> you think he's Professor Von Slimer? I think he's a, like a fox, but is also a ghost. <laughs> okay, that's that's interesting. Um, he is. He's. That's not the that's not the right picture. That's it, they gave you the wrong thumbnail. Um, click the link. You'll see he's like a weird blue man. Whoa! Um, he looks Look like a, this guy. He looks like a Doug character, basically. <laughs> <laughs> he looks like Future Skeeter. <laughs> he's Professor Von Skeeter. Uh, Dark timeline Skeeter. Yeah, in his picture, it's him like holding his arms up, like, "Oh yeah, I'm Professor Von Schlemmer, scientist, fantastisch, und you." Uh, and <laughs> So he's like a, a Nazi scientist or something. I don't know. Um, I don't know. Uh, I think more a Ludwig von Drake, which I guess was a Nazi scientist. That's the thing is people, every time you do a, or maybe like an Einstein, he's, he was a German scientist. That's okay. Yeah, sure. Why not? Yeah. Okay. I, that's how I hope that's what they're going for. I just feel like the legacy of German scientists isn't great. It's the thing. You had like one, you want, one really you good want this one. Paperclip Alan. <laughs> you want this paperclip? Yeah. Yeah. Remember that fucking movie? Uh, October Sky or whatever it was about the kids. I watched that. I went to go see that in the theater because I liked rockets and stuff. And I'm like, and part right. of that was like uh, the ki- the guy in the movie writing a letter to Werner von Braun, uh, who was like in charge of the U.S. rocket program. And like they didn't, right. I don't think they really talked about like, this guy was a Nazi, you know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, they, they mentioned that he's like he left Germany, but they're like, oh, he's he's my hero. It's like, are you sure about that? <laughs> um, but Professor von Schlemmer is a apparently human scientist native to Sil- Silver's time period. He is part of the Onyx City Science Center who has been researching the Genesis portals, um, which were brought about by the same energy that made the Shattered World Crisis 200 years prior. After stumbling upon Silver and pra- practicing his telekinetic abilities, the impressed scientist knew he'd be valuable to his research, and uh, he was even more impressed when the Hedgehog used his power to close the Genesis portal, and uh, he's just kind of like a scientist that I guess kind of works with Silver. Um, he's a brilliant scientist with a strong moral sense. Okay. So maybe he's not German anymore. Um, as indicated by his insistence upon silver closing the portals, unfortunately his regard for the fate of the universe at one point convinced him that it was worth press ganging silver into service. Despite the hedgehog's fears, he speaks with a slight German accent. Um, here's the other thing. He appeared in adventures of the Sonic, Sonic Saddam cartoon. Holy shit. And he looked goofier and oh. weirder. Oh my god, this is activating memories. I remember this fucking guy. <laughs> uh, he was more goofy. They brought him in. Yeah. 
and, and so the other the thing, spirit cannon. We haven't talked about. I guess we didn't even talk about his fucking appearance. He lo- we said he looked like a Doug character. He does. He's like a teal skin human, and in the IDW comic or or whatever this recent comic, he has like pointy kind of elf like ears, and he's wearing like a futuristic like um almost like like a Star Trek Doctor outfit or something. But he has like orange hair and like a lightning bolt in his hair and a lightning bolt on his like jacket. Also not great with the whole German thing, man. Uh, you, you don't usually put lightning bolts on things if you're German. Um, <laughs> it's true. Yeah. But, uh, but he, and he also has like a little tiny nose glasses. Also not a great thing to do if you're German. Uh, tiny nose glasses, not a good look. But he does look, he looks like he, he's giving off uh, like, uh, like uh, Mr. Dink energy. He's got big dink energy. <laughs> Essentially, big dink energy. Have, have we made that joke before? No, but we should. <laughs> oh, that's big dink energy. He he looks like he's like, it's like oh, silver, very expensive. Ah. You know that kind of stuff. <laughs> yeah. Um. But yeah, what do you what do you think about Professor von Schlemmer? Uh, I uh, I don't know if I like him. I do it as a child who watched more Adventures of Sonic the Hedgehog than I'd ever like to admit. Uh, this fucking guy brings back memories, and it is it is always weird when you're like, you brought that guy in. What's the Spider Verse? Uh, the John Mulaney, uh, Peter Porker kind of. Oh, that guy got in there. Okay, good for him. Is that why people uh, were mad at John Mulaney? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, he's like he he got a he's like a potbelly pig now. Uh, you know what my my you know what my new take is. I'm going to become a person what? that's mad at John Mulaney, but only because I think Olivia Munn should marry a real gamer. <laughs> you uh, got the stand-up improv comedian guy. Get the, get him the fuck out of here. He, she needs to be. With, I shipped uh, her with Kevin Pereira. Oh, oh, I thought you were shipping her with yourself. No, but they were on attack of the show together. Of course. No, it's true. It's true. Um, I'm a real gamer. Olivia Munn. You like hit me up. You were Psylocke? Yeah, I love Psylocke. I love Psylocke. I've never seen that movie. Uh, I don't know what version of Psylocke. Was she supposed to be Betsy Braddock, the white lady pretending to be Asian, or was she the actual Psylocke? Oh, Alan, you know, I, I should watch the I should watch the post Day of Future. I started. I don't think Day they ever talk Past. about it. Is the thing. I um after X Men Origins Wolverine, I never watched uh, a singer verse. That's what I call it. See, I did you watch those in the me. last year, but I don't remember anything about it because I think she literally just like pops up on screens like, "Hey, I'm Psylocke," <laughs> and we're just like, "Okay, <laughs> okay, you're Psylocke, I guess." <laughs> Wait, is this a cosplay photo shoot or a movie? Like, like I think I think literally like she shows up in like a French sewer with like Caliban and like uh and uh whatever that other lady was um. But like that movie is so weird, very very weird shit. Uh, but yeah. So, uh, but that's that's my new thing. Oh, also, I'm gonna be mad that she's pregnant, just like that guy was mad that Carrie Mythbusters is pregnant that one time. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you know what? I'm gonna ship her with Sonic. I think Olivia Munn and Sonic would be a beautiful couple. That'd be great. Yeah. Uh. Anyway. Yeah. So that. That that was our tood this week. I might dip into some more of the human tudes because I think the humans in the, like it. in the Archie you universe like are the, weird. You like these weird freaks? Yeah, freak like me needs company <laughs> and and uh, we'll rate them on a Doug scale. Like how much like a Doug character? <laughs> okay, hold on. Whoa, whoa, whoa. This is a really short one, but I need to. I need to, this. Is, we're close enough to nine eleven that I think we need to do this. Um, oh fuck, Mayor Bugliani. 
<laughs> oh, no. Um, was the mayor of the human-founded settlement of Station Square. Holy shit. During the release of Chaos. Holy shit. This was the mayor during the event of Son- during the when Chaos was there during Sonic Adventure 1, basically. Hell yeah. Can you imagine if Rudy Giuliani was in Sonic Adventure 1 as the... <laughs> Like he had, or like he had the the framed photo of Sonic on his desk. Rudy Giuliani did, right? God damn! It's just like nine uh, eleven, where like he put the uh, the emergency response team in the <laughs> World Trade Center. He's like, I put all the chaos emeralds at the World Trade Center. The not whole Freedom Fighter office was inside the Trade Center. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, that's so Dude, cool! That's awesome. He starts. He starts. Uh, the 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 ooze starts coming out of his head, but it's just chaos. Chaos, chaos is seeped into his scalp through his weird hair dye. Yeah, hell yeah, dude. Oh, man. That's that would rock. so fucking cool. Uh, he looks like an Archie character is the thing. He's drawn like an Archie. He's drawn like Jughead's dad. <laughs> He's like, yeah, adult Jughead. This might be another Jughead. If, Was there ever a proper Archie Sonic crossover? You know, I don't know. That's weird. I, I wonder if they crossed the beams. I mean, Archie's had crossovers with the Predator and the Punisher and stuff. So, and Batman. And- Why not? I need to read that Predator Archie thing sometime. Because I think, like, the Predator like, breaks into Pop Tate's and, like, beheads Jughead or something. Archie, he was in Archie and Friends, A Halloween Tale, and a Sabrina the Teenage Wish, Witch issue. You know what's fucked up now? Is that um, Riverdale, the TV show, is more, like, fucked up and weird than the comics were. And the comics literally had the Predator and Punisher and stuff in them. No, it's because, true. like, Jughead this season met a rat king in the sewer. <laughs> like, a guy that called himself the rat king and wore, like, big red glowy goggles and a crown. Hell yeah, he met the rat rocks. king from Hey Arnold, essentially, is what I'm saying. That rocks. We don't talk enough about the rat king from Hey Arnold. How much do you remember the, that fucking rat king that he plays chess against? Uh, I remember a lot more Monkey Man and a lot more Pigeon Man. Well, those the Pigeon Man's <laughs> like an iconic episode. Yeah, it's very funny how, hey, Arnold, there were a lot of just strange men around. There's, like, weird animal-themed men that lived in the sewers and stuff. It's like a, it's like Spider-Man. <laughs> I, you know, I could, I mean, they both, well, I mean, hey, Arnold's not supposed to be in New York. It's like Chicago, right? So. No, it's a combination of, like, New York and Seattle. It's like the Seattle skyline, but, like, the multiculturalism of, like, New York. Yeah, it's like, okay, that's fine. Yeah, so they might have their own version of Sp- Spider-Man or something. I think Hey Arnold should be. Also, been... Vietnam, so, you know, anything could be. <laughs> That's true. I, I do like the. That that episode just like, hit me like a fucking truck when I watched it, because I'm like, yeah. what the fuck? I never even thought about it. Like, I knew that, like, Mr. Wynn was Vietnamese, but I don't think I knew enough about the Vietnam War at that time. I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> yeah. Just like the Rugrats taught me about Hanukkah, I think that might have taught me about the <laughs> Vietnam War. <laughs> like. And Kwanzaa. I, without Nick Tunes, I wouldn't be a very fully formed person. I would not know anything if I didn't have the framework of Nicktoons backing it all up. That was my, <laughs> the schema by which I understand the world is fucking Nicktoons. What was that one awful meme that was like, I was taught humility by Facebook and I was taught kindness from Twitter and I was caught newsworthiness from Tumblr. Do you remember that horrible meme? Yeah. Or yeah. Or, or, or like those things that people hang up in their house. It's like in this house, we, uh, we believe in magic and uh, use the force. And uh, right. it's always uh, let the games ever be in your favor. Like, you know, that whole thing where they do like, they read out the, the 
like the the slogans of all these different uh, franchises they love. It's just that, but with right. Nicktoons. It's like in this house we have football heads, and everything's very expensive. Like you know, fuck yeah. That's 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 what we're gonna have in our house after the the fucking uh, the the Nicktoons Smash clone blows up and everybody gets back into Nicktoons. Right. When Nicktoons Nicktoons are gonna be bigger and better than ever. It's true. We're get, we're entering. And we'll in be the, vindicated. Uh, we'll be vindicated and. <laughs> It will be funny that Nickelodeon's stock is going to be a lot like Nicktoons stock is going to be higher than the fucking Looney Tunes soon because of Space Jam. That is funny. That is really, really funny. I guess that's what happened. That's like entropy. Like something's around for 100 years. It's going to eventually. Eventually, you it winds up being like Bugs Bunny turns into a little baby and cries and then disappears and stuff. Right. But like Ren and Stimpy would never do that. SpongeBob would never do this. SpongeBob is the new Mickey. He's like the Mickey of the 21st century. Yeah, he is. It's fucked up, but it's true. He's Mickey if Mickey had to hold down a damn job. If Mickey was actually a character and funny. like Yeah. That's the thing. Uh, also, I do like that in all the Smash trailers, we need to end this episode, but I like that in all the, the uh, Nicktoons All-Star Battle or whatever trailers, they're all beating up SpongeBob. It's like, yeah, knock him down a peg. <laughs> Get his ass. Get his ass. Get this little freak's ass. He's had it too good for too long. Right. When you're on top, you got to get knocked down a peg. Cat dog has to get cat dog needs a moment. You know, I was actually really surprised. Like all the, like all the moves that cat dog had were like thing animations from like certain episodes or like think like bits from different episodes. They did like the golden hydrant or dog dressed up as like a superhero, like all this stuff. And it's like, oh, wow, they really, they really, like, watched every episode of Cat Dog and, like, wrote down. <laughs> some poor guy, some dude had to sit down and watch every Cat Dog and pull animation. The same thing with, like, with, like, fucking Ren and Stimpy is they're, like, they, they do, like, bits from episodes and stuff. And it's like. Well, that's a treat. Like, that is that's a, fun. Well, that's the thing is I feel. That's a good time. People remember that from Ren and Stimpy. But somebody did actually have to sit down and watch every fucking episode of Cat Dog, which is unfortunate. But, um, man, that's going to be so cool. Helga's in it, right? Like, you can be Helga. You are Helga. Detroit become Helga. <laughs> Dude, I haven't even, they haven't even put out her moveset yet. It's going to be so cool. Dude. It's going to, you know, she's got to go have a move where she, like, does the, the uh, punching uh, brainy behind, behind her shoulder thing, right? Right. That's got to be, like, her smash oh, attack. Yeah. Like, you can time that well. That's got to be her down, down A, where she'll, like, kick out and also do the backhand. What, uh... I've, we can't spend much more time. Well, or up B B. Uh, did Helga have like any uppercut moves? <laughs> Maybe she did. I can't remember. That's the weird thing. Is like, what is what is Helga? She's just like a, a middle school girl. Like, what does she do again? I think her up smash will be like uh uh her uh, baseball uh, bat. Uh, Arnold shrine. Her Arnold shrine. The Arnold shrine will pop up out of the ground. Like uh, Isabel's move in a Smash Bros. See, I was thinking she would plop it down on the ground like a fire hydrant, like Dog does, or like a a, a villager oh, move. Oh yeah, I don't know, I don't know. Or maybe I could see her maybe doing like a, a bubble gum blowing, like uh, that's her up B or something. That's she probably true. has a baseball bat in one of them because she they do play baseball. She also could use her locket as an attack. Oh, that would be cool, like a grapple with her locket. Hell yeah, man. Anywho, we could spend hours. They should put Monkey Man in the game. I don't think Monkey Man ever fights anybody on the show. Pidgey Man would be good too. He'd be like a super floaty character. He, I mean, with good, he uh, should be like a trophy. Recovery. He should be like an assist trophy. And what he does is he makes Dude. a platform of floating birds for you to, to to walk on. That would be good. They need to sit. They got. They need to put us in charge of putting the fucking Nicktoons assist <laughs> trophies in there because I have so many and, ideas. 
They should put me in charge of the legal team to get Doug in there because I I will fight. We oh, we need like, to convince them to make like another Oswald the Lucky Rabbit trade where they trade a human soul for this character. <laughs> Who would they trade? They'll trade one of the uh, iCarly <laughs> cast members. Yeah, it's like you get to uh, you uh, you own uh, Miranda Cosgrove's likeness for per- perpetuity. Now you can put her in your own server verse if you want to. <laughs> yeah, I'll, yes, exactly. we're giving you Gibby. We're giving you Gibby from iCarly. <laughs> Gibby's head. You know, if, if Dan Schneider was still around, they would easily just give him up. Like, you get the foot guy now. Bye. <laughs> you, get foot, you get foot guy, we get Doug. He'll make you a pervert show. That's, I mean, I would trade that. that I'd make that trade in art. I mean, yeah, that's the thing. It's, nobody wants the foot guy. But the, anyway. you gotta admit, the foot guy makes a lot of great content. <laughs> it's true. Also... Did not expect that Drake Bell would be busted for a pedophilia before Dan Schneider. Dude, that's not that when you put it like that. <laughs> that's fucked. I learned it from watching you. <laughs> Fuck. God damn, that's so weird. Yeah, yeah, I mean, cycles, cycles, dude. This is probably a dark topic to talk about, but still. I, it is I, the thing is, I don't think he actually did anything. I think he was just soliciting minors is the thing. Oh, fuck. It's bad. It's still well, bad, but I don't think he, like, touched anybody is the thing. I hope. God. Ugh. Drake. That's the other thing is, like, this was the cool guy. This He was yeah. he was supposed to be the coolest character that you had on your, your live action TV shows. Remember when Josh uninvited him from the wedding? Yeah, but then they made up, didn't they? They're like, I know they did. It's still funny, though. Yeah, it is really funny. It's all it is really funny how Josh uh, became hot <laughs> then. I don't know. Uh, they should put Steve in fucking uh, Nicktoons All-Star Battle. Steve from Blue's Clues. Not Minecraft Steve. He's already in Smash Bros. Yeah, but they need they need Blue's Clues Steve and it's him current day and he just like tell he just validates you and tells you you're seen. Hell yeah. He tells you how important you are and stuff like that. Uh, I wanted to hear more about what Steve did in college. What was he up to? <laughs> Getting up to fucked up shit. <laughs> it was like I went to this kegger one time. Let me tell you about it. And he like he pulls out like his fucking stupid notebook and he has like a he has like pictures drawn in there of him like doing keg stands. And the keg stand has a face on it like Mr. Salt and Pepper. <laughs> hey kids, can you tell me on screen where the, where I can score weed? <laughs> there? Is Where's the Xanax? Is it behind? <laughs> is it behind my sink? No. Oh man. In, instead, like, he goes out to get the mail, but it's just, like, fucking, uh, like, illegal illegal mushroom spores he bought online or something. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's just like, ah, I've been doing a little science project. Oh, man. Oh, Steve. I'm glad you came back to tell me that I'm seen. It, it, it cured my imposter syndrome. Yeah, I finally, everything's fixed. Yeah. No. He said, he said, he said, student loans. Oh, my God. <laughs> Who does he pay student loans to in like in Blues? <laughs> the mailbox? He pays it to he the, just puts it. Like is his is his banker like a living piggy bank or something? Like who's he paying <laughs> stuff to? Like a fat cat piggy bank? It's it's and it's got to be like five blue dollars or some fake currency. <laughs> oh, yeah, he's he's like I'm only making two dollars. I'm designing websites for uh for companies and they you open it up and it's just like. A felt crayon drawing. Yeah, it looks like fucking Fisher Price shit on the website. <laughs> I can't believe I spent sixty k at a private. They just taught school. him, you know that 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 like baby version of Photoshop they let you play around with in elementary school. Yeah, yeah, that's just that. Man, oh man, cool shit. God, 
That owns. That owns. God damn it, Steve. I'm glad you're back. Uh, Welcome back, Steve. You shouldn't have came back. The world's worse. You shouldn't have came back. You should have stayed gone. Oh, man. This world is too harsh for Steve. He's not going to be able to survive. Uh, well, I don't think our listeners are going to survive if we keep going any longer. No, they hate this. So. They hate They hate listening to us to ramble. That's why they come to our show for uh, succinct uh, descriptions of Pizza and Sonic. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. That's what they That's what they want. They want the journalism. <laughs> oh, my God. Will they shut up about fucking... Doug, for 10 minutes, I want to hear about the folded over crust from Little Caesars. I need a, I need a more detailed review of the calzoni. I need the calzoni for 25 minutes at least. I got to make purchasing decisions. And we just got 25 minutes on GameCube X-Men games. Yeah. Oh, boy. Well, uh, whatever. Check out uh, HogcastSD on Twitter, uh, HogCast.com. Uh, like and subscribe and uh, leave a review on uh, iTunes. I think that still helps. I don't know. Uh, share it with a friend. Get somebody to listen to it. Somebody, uh, maybe he's got a lot of time to kill. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, we've all still got time to Look, kill. It's all, pandi- get better. It's all pan- pandemic hell world right now, right? Oh, freaking hell world. We live in freaking hell world. Yeah. I wish I wish Steve came back and said we live in freaking hell world. Dude, <laughs> did Steve go on come to? Steve go on come to. That would be so fucking cool. He makes a joke about having sex with his dog. It'll be like the, I don't think about how I know too much. It'll be like the David Cross episode where Steve just does bits the entire time and the Cuptown guys sound un- uncomfortable. It's like, I wanted to do more homophobia. Hey, <laughs> Stop doing jokes. I wanted to make a joke about having sex with my dad. Come on. Oh, man. It's true. It would be cool if, if Steve came back with a Nick Mullen mustache. <laughs> it's true. It's true. Oh, man. Oh, well. Maybe okay. that's what maybe that's what Joe will do. Remember Joe? Joe. I always thought Joe Wait, looked like a young. Is Joe? <laughs> what if Joe comes back and pulls a heel move and he's just like, "I don't see you. I'm better than you." He's he's MJ. He's, he's MJF right. now, basically. He's Q. He's Q now. Actually, he's at the Q. Maybe Joe is Q. Oh no. Q's close. Isn't there a third guy? Was there a third guy? Yeah, I think he was a African American gentleman. Oh, you know that does ring a bell. I remember there being a third, a third, the third child. It's that's Kevin. <laughs> Go find the clue, Shinji. <laughs> get in the get in the big comfy chair, or Joe will have or, to do it yeah. again. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, it was Kevin. Shouts out! Oh, Kevin. I do remember Kevin. He wore the shirt and everything. That's cool, but. Uh, Joe had the weird square shirt. I don't want that. Uh, oh wait, he's a he's the UK exclusive. He's the oh, exclusive UK. he's he's British Steve. He's British Steve. That's cool. I didn't know that. It's either him or you watch Rasta Mouse. I'm gonna take Kevin anytime. Oh yeah, are you kidding week. me? This looks good. <laughs> now he needs to tell me. He needs to come back and tell me that I'm valid too. <laughs> Bagpuss, come back and tell me I'm valid. Yeah, uh, the uh, what are the little rats that live inside the, the clangers? Come back and tell the me. Cl- I'm- <laughs> Where are the clangers to fix things for me now? God damn it! The clangers come back and tell me about my student loans. Now I don't want Banana Man coming back. No, God no, and I don't want to ever see the bananas in pajamas. Oh God! Or Babar. If I see Babar, I'll lose my <laughs> shit. That little that French imperialist fuck. I always, I could always, there was something unsettling with Babar every time I, I talked about this before, but like, 
I think it was just because it was European and something weird. There was something about like the, the way that people talked on the show. Then like, this doesn't feel right. And it was because they were European essentially, I think. And maybe it was poorly translated or something, but it felt very weird. Maybe I just right. didn't like Europeans growing up. I still don't, but oh, well, we was, Bar- that's why you're a Brexit. No, that's why you're, that's why I'm Brexit. That's why I wanted I, Dr. Brexit. I'm Dr. Brexit. And I wanted, I wanted Kevin from blues clues to leave the EU. <laughs> yeah. I didn't want it to become EU's clues. <laughs> yeah. God damn it. Uh, but you also think that the Pope should rule America and Europe. I mean, obviously. So. Yeah. That's the thing. But I also think the Pope should be Steve from Blue's Clues. That's the other. That's true. That is the other thing. Oh, Alan. Oh, boy. Yeah, well. Oh, okay. So I think we should wrap it up. Yeah, let's Uh, uh, let's wrap it up. Uh, I guess until next time, live and learn. Live and learn. Live and learn.